right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Ball Talk Radio. I am your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right. I'm here. You here. We're all here. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right. So how's everybody doing out there today? Oh, excuse me. I don't know. I started talking to my voice. Get raspy. Isn't that something? Anyway, so what's going on with y'all out there? How y'all doing? Hey, we got a good show planned for you today. Uh, open mic. That's right. I decided to make the day open mic. So whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. I think that'll be fun today. <laughs> yes, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, we have a couple of songs of the day for you. Um, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to play or what I wanted to play, so I chose two. Being that it's Friday, yeah, we get a little, you, you know, get you get you in a happy, happy mood, I guess you can say. Uh but other than that, not much going on. You know, the same old rigmarole in the in the news and you know world. So, <sighs> yeah, it, you know, it, 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 it's sad when you get to that point. You say, well, nothing news really happening. Just the same old, same old regular rock and roll nonsense. You know, uh, you got Trump and and Cruz going at each other about each other's wives and. Oh, nonsense, man, I tell y'all. <laughs> just nonsense. And you just look back at it, you just shake your head. You just shake your head, because that's all you can do at this point. Because <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Um, also, you had um, a lot of um, reporters and pundits, such as Lush Limbaugh, um, uh, um, criticizing President Obama because he didn't Immediately stop what he was doing and go to Brussels or say something about Brussels, which he actually did during a speech. But, oh, I don't know. Oh, and of course, you know, they made a big thing about him taking the picture in front of this, this mural in Cuba with the Castro standing beside him or behind him. It's just all kind of craziness going on. And you know what I realize? Sometimes you just have to say, man, forget that. You know, WTF, as the young folks say, WTF. You know, is, is it really worth worth me getting worried about that? Heck no, because I, I don't want to, you know, all that dang on gray hair and stuff you get thinking about them folk. Nah, life is too short. You know, live life to the fullest. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so here's how you can be a part of the show, because I really, really, really want you to – um be a part of the show. First, you can give me a call. The easiest way, call me, 347-838-8622. Simple. Simple. Tell me what's on your mind, because I like hearing what's on your mind, and uh, we can have some fun. The next way, you can join me in our chat room at That room, shoot me email. Um, everything is ready. All right. And uh, those are the ways you can participate in the show. And like I said, I want you to join the show. All right. Um, am I sounding better now? Somebody tell me about any of methods never yet. Um, anyway, we're trying to. Thank you. 
It is what it is. That's the way I feel. What's on your mind? You always hear what's on my mind. And y'all know I have some very, very interesting views on things. But I want to hear what you have to say. All right? So how can you do that? Easy. First, just call me, 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. You can email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. Uh, you can join us in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All the ways you can participate in the show, and I would like to hear from you, okay? Uh, give a shout-out. I got my sweetheart, Gnosis Cartier, in the chat room. And then I got guests 926, 930, or 932. All right, welcome to the show. Glad y'all can make it. My switchboard, I, I see some numbers on here. All right, y'all, thank you for joining us. <laughs> and for those that be listening later on the archives, thank you for listening as well. All right. So we didn't got the songs of the day out the way. I don't think I don't feel like doing a quarter of the day. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do a quarter of the day. And the quarter of the day goes like this. Live life to the fullest. That's right. Live life to the fullest. If you live your life to the fullest, you can never say you had any regrets. Okay. And that came from me. Just then, right then and there. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> anyway, so if you have something you want to talk about, the phone lines are open. Hit me up, okay? Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. All right. So, with that being said, while we on someone to make up their mind, they want to talk to me about something. I talk to you about a few things. Um. You know, there's this battle going on between Apple and the FBI about this phone, uh, the San Bernardino killer's phone, shooter's phone, and um, how they want Apple to do a, a, a uh, what they call a writing program. Well, apparently, the FBI may not need Apple to do that now because apparently there's some company, um, Israeli company called uh, Cellubrite, and um Apparently, the FBI is turning to them to, to see if they can't open it. And Cellubrite provides mobile forensic software. And uh, it's interesting because it's a subsidiary of Japan's Sun Corporation. And it has users' revenue split between two business segments, technology for mobile retailers, and forensic systems that law enforcement, military, and intelligent use to retrieve data hidden inside mobile devices, all right? Now, this is interesting, and we've talked about this. Um, we've talked about this, and here's why. Um, because this is a setting. If, if the FBI can force Apple to open this phone, the information, write a program, this sets a bad precedent because that means nobody's – we already know. Okay, <clears throat> let me back up. Let me slow down. We already know for sure that our the information that we do we have that we put out there is not safe anyway. We know this. We know um our great <clears throat> uh crookedness government, you know, have our is listening to what we say, what we do, watching what we say, what we do. We know this. Now they may go ahead and, and say, Well, no, it's not, but it's being done. It's being done. More than others did some, okay? However, this here is totally different 
And Apple is, is saying that the government is overstepping its bounds. Okay, you cannot make. I didn't know that. Um, you know, and if if the government can make Apple go ahead and write this program, or even if they get this this other company, this is Israeli digital forensic forensics firm, Cellubrite. But isn't that interesting that this company that's that's talking about they gonna help? <coughs> excuse me, is Israeli. Do y'all find that kind of curious? I do. I really do. It's very interesting that it happens to be an Israeli company. Company Cellubrite has signed a sole service contract with the FBI in 2003, I mean 2013, to provide data extraction service. Now, y'all hear me. They signed a contract with the FBI in 2013 to provide data extraction service. So, what are they trying to do right now? Extract data from his phone, right? So, since they can't make Apple do it, Apple continues to uh, refuse. What have they decided to do? Well, we're turning to people we um, already have a contract with to do that. Now, that, that, that's interesting in itself. It really is. Um, because it, it was in court. They were going to court. And because the FBI say, well, maybe they can unlock it. And let's not forget that the FBI is the one that locked the phone in the beginning, trying to unlock it. Okay? But this is very interesting. Um, We're going to keep our eye on it and see what happens with this. Because if this company can actually unlock this information, man, I tell you, you wish. I think we're in trouble now. Just imagine. Um, let's see. What else on this? A case study on the Cellebrite site shows that the company has worked with U.S. law enforcement to unlock phones, including an LG phone for the Tacoma, Washington Police Department. So, you know, now it's beginning. Law enforcement are being forced to show their hand now. And, you know, as far as being able to get into your phones and stuff. Because it says right here, they've been used already in Tacoma, Washington. Hmm. So, case in itself. But you never heard about that, right? But you hear about it now. So, hey, we keep our, our eyes on that. or We keep our, our, our eyes and ears open on that right there. Because I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. Um. Moving right along. Uh, let's see. Hey, remember, it's open mic, so you want to call and talk to me, come on. Whatever you want to talk about, it's Freedom Friday. A true Freedom Friday. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, for those that think Hillary Clinton is going to be indicted on her email server, <laughs> um, for the, the emails, no, it's not going to happen. Now, remember, we keep using David Petraeus' case as an example of why they, they're really not going to, they can't indict her. Well, here's another case I found uh, where it was a U.S., former U.S. diplomat, yeah, was investigated by the FBI on suspicion of providing secrets to the Pakistani government. Yeah, the diplomat name was Robin L. Raphael. She's a female, y'all. Um, and the agents found classified information 
in the search, but the materials were many years old. And it went on to say that um, <clears throat> um, she was among the U.S. government's most senior advisors on Pakistan and South Asian issues. She is a former assistant secretary of state for South Asia and a former ambassador to Tunisia. Former, okay, and um, former and current U.S. law officials, officials were skeptical that Justice Department would bring such charges against her because of what happened in the case of CIA Director and retired four-star general David H. Petraeus. There it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my. Um, and remember, Petraeus was the one who provided his biographer slash mistress with eight notebooks containing highly classified details, but pleaded guilty, guilty to a misdemeanor charge of misleading classified information under a deal with the Justice Department. So, basically, what's, here's another case where because they Petraeus got away with it, Hillary going to get away with it too. So for those that, that that's waiting for Hillary to be put behind bars on that mess right there, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. So when, when it comes down, you already know. It's not going to happen. All right, so okay, I see somebody with their hand up, so let me bring them in to the show. Okay, area code 919, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Oh, hello, brother, and peace and love to all the listeners and to you yourself. Um, well, can thank you. you. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Back. All right, that's great. Can I have your name, sir? Oh, yeah, my name is Kevin, and I'm calling from North Carolina. All right, Kevin. Oh, North Carolina. I got out. Yeah. But go ahead, Kevin, because I, I got something <laughs> to ask you about North Carolina. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Oh, what you got yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and bring it back to the thing you said about the iPhone. Uh-huh. Um, well, the, well, the thing with the iPhone is that the government is unequivocally trying to set a precedent. Now, we already know that the NSA has the technology to unlock this phone. Now, how do we know this? Well, for all of your listeners, if they're not up on it, please just go ahead and Google search, Bing search, whatever, the name Richard Clark. He's the former head of the NSA. He's on record as saying every expert he knows believes that the NSA has the technology to unlock this phone. Now, when we're talking about the NSA, we're talking about our national security agency, you know, the people who monitor social media, the people who monitor immigrants, you know, they vet these people. This is the organization that does that. So now we have to ask, well, why won't the FBI use the NSA's technology? Well, the reason why the FBI won't use the NSA's technology is because that will set another precedent, because then the NSA will have to disclose technology that was used to unlock the cell phone. It can no longer Uh be a secret. You see, when we were talking about government agencies that have secrets, the FBI Mm -hmm. is not one of these agencies because the FBI's main goal is to take you to court. Well, in court, we have to prove certain things. You see, you, you see, you see. I know you get it, but a lot of the listeners and a lot of the general public, they don't get this. There's a mm-hmm. lot of deep thought that goes into these things. 
So when you want right, the FBI, right. when you want the FBI to take this company to court, it's not because of this one phone. Because if it's if it's due to this one phone, what the FBI would do is, well, we're just going to transfer this case to a national security case. We're not even going to handle this mm-hmm. ourselves. We can handle right. this after this guy or after everything else has been done, and we need to bring up charges against somebody. That's what we can step uh-huh. in. But right. thousands of local, local law enforcement agencies are sitting with hundreds of cell phones that they can't unlock. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. what this boils all down to. It's not this That's one right. case. If it was this one singular case, that phone would have been unlocked months ago. Months ago. It's these o- You're right. Months ago. It's these other cell phones for petty drug deals, for suspected cartel leaders or cartel members that they need to get in their phone to find out if Pookie is selling a 50 rock. I mean, let's be real about this. I mean, let's be real. real I hate that. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm all about, you know, breaking stuff down to just the core. Cause that's where you're going to find what breeds the tree because the core holds the seed. Mm-hmm. So that's right. So we're, we're, you know, we're just going to break this down. You know, I mean, so you have a lot of people and a lot of pundits on TV. Oh, I mean, for the security of our country. Well, if it's for the security of our country, why go at Apple? Why not go at the NSA? Because what they're asking Apple to do is not unlock the phone. They're asking Apple to actually create a program that's going to unlock there you go. the phone. So in, in essence, right. they're asking them to create a product for the government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beyond the that's scope right. of a warrant, hence why we're in yep. this mess. And back yep. to the company that they're using, it's a foreign company. You've mentioned everything about uh-huh. this company. Great job, my brother. A lot of people need to know this okay. information. It's very, very important. It's very important. Now, the reason why you're not going to see that they can unlock this phone <clears throat> is because they don't know if this company can unlock the phone or not. If you look at the date when they released this information, that they have another company. They did it very, very publicly. Now, we're talking to FBI here, yeah. man. What did they right, do that's right. so public? I think that day <laughs> Apple might have introduced a new product, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> I think Apple might yes, have introduced a new product. So, I mean, once yep. again, we're talking about smearing people now. We're not even getting into any legalities. We're getting into petty stuff here. You introduce a new product, so, boom, we're going to say that we have another company, which is a whole other civilian entity, that can unlock your technology. Mm. We're not going to prove it. They have yet to prove it. But when the right. public hears that the FBI, they already assume it's factual. Mm. Now, you, and, see, and, you know, the, the the other interesting part about this whole thing is that people forget is the FBI is the one that locked the phone up trying to get into it. They <laughs> messed it, it all was, up. Yeah, Thank they're you. the one who created the issue. <laughs> You know, Thank you. I, I, it, See, yeah, that information is important, my brother. It's important. Yes, it people need to know this. The news is not mm-hmm. going to say this because the news still needs their FBI sources. You see, the news right, still right. needs their sources in the government to break other stories. So, I mean, I can't blame the news for not saying this. 
but it's to each person, and it's, it's for platforms like yours, because I was just scrolling through blog talk. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never mm-hmm. tuned in before, but I've seen it was um, you basically had an open mic. It's open for people to just say right. what they want. So I decided I'm going to click right. on because I want to hear, you know, I want to hear what people got to say when there's really no filter. And as mm-hmm. soon as you hit that, because I called in for a whole other reason. You said, boom, <laughs> okay. this iPhone thing. And I was like, yo, this right here is exactly what's going on. People need to know this. They need to really understand right. what's going on. You know, they need to understand that the government already has this technology. So why are they trying to get a company to build a – okay, I'll, sell, I'll, I'll put it like this. If you have a suspected drug dealer who, as his front, he's running a construction company. Let's say hmm. the FBI gives him a warrant. No, nah, it's not a warrant to search your house. It's the warrant for you to build a house and then sell crack out that house. What? <laughs> what? Wow. You want me to build something for you? For you to solve crime when you can already get all these people anyway? Because you can tap my phone whenever you want to, huh? Mm. Huh? <laughs> it seems crazy, doesn't it? I mean, it uh, seems crazy and illogical. But on yeah, a technical, it, when we talk, uh-huh, go ahead. I'm sorry, my brother. No, I'll just go ahead. I, I'll just want to agree with you. Yeah, I know I can get long-winded on this, but I'm very passionate about things like this, and they need to be said. So when you said it, it was it, it was it was refreshing to hear because, I mean, a lot of people they don't want to say these things, but they have a reason to not say these things, and their whole business model is based and predicated on not saying these type of things. So you know, I really like that you put it out there like that, and I hope anyone who's listening right now. They don't take my word for it, and they don't take your word for it, you know. Once again, we've both said things to any person out here. I mean, we all have smartphones. While you're eating your lunch, you can just Google search this, and you'll see that neither one of us are saying our opinions or how we're perceiving this situation. These are actual factual things that cannot be debated or disputed, you know. So it's important that this information gets out there as much as it can get out there and wherever it can get out there. And I definitely, you know, I applaud you for even bringing this up, for bringing it up in a way that a lot of people aren't going to bring it up in that way, you know. But can I get to why my I called initially? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> go right okay. ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. But, um, my call was, I guess it was open mic, and I'm a young black brother. Mm-hmm. Not young, but I'm in my mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? And okay. Um, I guess part or I perceive myself as a conscious brother. I know where I am. I know where I am. I know where I'm from, and I understand the greatness that people who look like me did, and I know it did not start when we were in shackles and chains and slavery. It goes way before that. Okay, and okay. Now that being said, I just wanted to call in and just for the open mic voice my opinion on the problems that we have with these young people and 
you know, whether it be white or black, um, and, like, a lot of this crazy stuff is going on. And if anyone out there, you got kids or you're around a lot of kids, you know, you got to teach them the history, history of the world. I mean, where things come from, how things started, because things didn't just happen. You're not just here, and you're not just placed in this particular set of environments by chance, circumstance, or happenstance. It didn't just happen. You know, mm-hmm. if you taught these kids, like, you know, I was, you know, I was taught in school, you know, as far as my early, early history, basically it didn't really go to pre-slavery. I mean, just being honest, I didn't learn about mm-hmm. ancient, you know, things that people who look like me, Africans, ancient Africa is what I'm more, to be more specific, I didn't know anything about that, not even in my 20s. So if I really, you know, thought about my history and where I come from, it was slavery. All I knew was I was brought in to be a slave. Well, anything better than a slave, you've made it. I mean, you've made it. You've you've arrived. So for a lot of people in the mentality, they think I was slaves, and then, you know, I'll just go ahead and say it. White people don't want me to have nothing. I'm held down, boom, boom, boom. I can't get anywhere, you know. So I'm out here in the hood or the trap, and I'm hustling and I'm struggling because I'm just a young black brother trying to get money. And I'm trying, you know, and if you say anything wrong, like nowadays, it's called hating. If you say anything, anything contrary to what these brothers are doing is hating and I don't get mad at these brothers because I understand the situation they're in and, you know, preservation of life. That's not just human. That's just, if you're living, that's your instinct, preservation of life. So I don't get mad at these brothers for doing what they got to do. Some of them get a lot of, you know, get real outrageous with it, you know, when it comes to shooting up the whole block and shooting up people and robbing people. You know, there's no need for that. But as far as having that trap mentality, it's because they don't understand their history. They really don't. And now with the information age, you have a lot of people who are learning things. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the youth, they're confused and they're conflicted. You know, they don't really know mm-hmm. what to believe. They don't understand what direction they need to go in. You have a lot of people who don't want to embrace the history. So if you bring up the history to these kids and you really teach them, when they learn about things like, you know, literature, if you see your kid reading The Three Musketeers, let your kid know. Well, the author of that was Mulatto. His dad was just as black as you are. They don't know this. They don't know this. You know what I'm saying? It makes you look at that book way different, you know? If you start talking about Christopher Columbus and then you start talking about the Nina brothers, Pedro Alonso, he piloted one ship. He had two brothers. One brother was a pilot. The other brother was a captain on another ship. Well, there was only three ships. So that's two-thirds of the ships. Clearly, they needed Mm -hmm. blacks, which at that time was just a generic term more. They needed us. Mm -hmm. We were known sailors. Now, if you tell kids this, their whole dynamic on how the world started and the world populated, it changes because it's no longer just F. Christopher Columbus, the Indians were already here. 
well, we're not really supposed to be celebrating that. We're just supposed to be celebrating Columbus's colonization of America, which has nothing to do with founding America. Now, if we're going to celebrate That's that, right. we need to, you know, we need to celebrate the brother who got him here. Hmm. Well, if a brother got him here, your whole dynamic on that whole trip and that whole voyage changes. It changes. You teach these kids about math, science, the calendar we use here. That's all African. It's all African. But we learn about Plato. We learn about Socrates. Am I wrong here, brother? No, you're not wrong at all. You're not wrong at all. Now, why don't you're we, right on point. Now, why don't we learn about the blacks who predated these people? Why don't we learn about the black people who taught these people? Now, now you know, I don't want to get long-winded, but what I'm going to say is, you know, what I'm going to say is this. If you want to show me a thug, a savage, a crazy person, a person who ain't about none, a person who just, um, I don't want to cuss on your show. So I'll say a person who just don't, I don't even give a flip I'm about that life. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to show you a person who has no idea where he came from. I'm going to show you a person who thinks at one time he was a slave, so anything better than a slave, you've arrived and made it. I'm going to show you a person who's been living in a place or area that's been over-policed. I'm going to show you a person who's never had the opportunity to really get out and achieve his greatness. Now, if a person don't have none of that, I'm going to show you a thug, a criminal, a savage. So I don't blame a lot of these dudes for what they do, but it also starts at home. You know, you can't expect your school to teach you all about yourself. It starts at home. Mm-hmm. The parents got to sit back and understand what is black, where do we come from, well, if you understand that, and this, I'm going to end it with this. If you understand it with that, and it's not like a racial thing, then you'll understand humanity started there. Any of your listeners, they can go ahead and hop on Google and Google search the cradle of mankind. They'll see that's in Africa. And they'll understand that starts with the, with the beginning of mankind, humankind, homo sapiens. I'm taking it all the way back before civilization, when man started to walk upright, starts in Africa. Then you can take it back to just the cradles of civilization, Africa. You hear brothers talk about Nubia, peace, my Nubian queen. Well, my brother, I want to tell you, or I'm going to ask you, do you know what a Nubia is? Do you know what a Nubia is? Well, if not, let me tell you, because if I don't tell you, you're going to say that, and someone from another race and culture is going to school you on your own culture. I hear mm. brothers all the time. I'm from kings and queens. So I ask them now, well, can you tell me any African kings and queens? Because if you say you're from one, you should at least be able to name one. Well, no. Well, here, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a few of them. Because King Tut ain't the only one. Cleopatra ain't mm. the only one. Mm-hmm. Now, if these brothers had this mentality and they're walking around with the same mentality as other races who think, 
all knowledge, all philosophy. It started with, with Plato and Socrates and Aristotle. Well, these people had teachers. These people had to get the knowledge from somewhere, and it starts mm. with Africa. Then their whole, we would have the same mentality as they have because they know greatness is within them or they believe it, and we need to believe greatness is within us. What's within us predates slavery by thousands of years. That's right. That was just a small right. part of our history. And um, I thank you for letting me have the time to talk to hell. Um, and I'm sorry if I took too much time, <laughs> oh, man. No problem. No problem. It's, um, that's what I say. It's Freedom Friday. Hey, the show is called Let's Talk for a Reason. But uh, don't go nowhere, Kevin. I'm going to keep your mic open because I want to ask you a little bit about this um, this voting um, oh, this man. voting <laughs> got going on in, over there in North Carolina. But I got another call oh, I need to bring sure. in first, okay? But um, oh, I'll be man. back with you, so don't hang up. All right. Oh, definitely, man. All right, uh, area code 209. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. This is Freddie. Hey, Freddie. What's going on? I am fine. You know, what the last brother Good. was talking about, I was realizing um, there's some other things. Like, I keep reading to probably knows this like I do. But, yeah, um, we're taught in school it's like a lot of lies, right? Like the, the whole uh, term of colonization. Like, I no longer view that uh-huh. as this pretty little – Colonization, you might think it's just a bunch of people who came and built some, you know, like some kiosk and sold some fruit and flowers. And nah, man. Because when I had a radio show host friend of mine, she told me about the colonies and penal colonies. These were really prison camps where all the, mm-hmm. you know, all the, yeah, all the, like the, the European immigrants who came here who once were persecuted over uh, religious reasons and all the rapists and all the, uh, all the criminals and all the people overpopulated brought here. You got to think how sick that is when they're like, you know what? We don't want these people. Let's dump them on something else. Hmm. And then, yeah, you dump your, you take your worst people out of your own country, dip them somewhere else, and then you just release all your, all your rabbit wolves, animals upon another people. Then they're dead. And then hmm. you won't even get into the colonial caste system. You know, like whenever I look at why we even have these dysfunctions, um, Brazil. Uh-huh. Canada, Australia, there's a reason why so many people have these strange mixtures and these mentalities. It's like, it don't matter what color people it is, it's always the same story. It's educated, separated, children being educated by Westerners, and then they have comb hair clothes, and they they have this affinity to where they want to just you know, kind of distance themselves from their culture just to get a new one when they had everything they needed. That's sick. Um, but I don't want to oh, get into that too much. But, friend, do you have a, a television on in the background? No. Okay, I hear something in the background. Okay. All right. Um, well, go ahead. I'm but sorry. I, yeah, I just, yeah, look, if you want to get to what I understand, just anyone can type in colonial caste system, and they'll understand what I'm talking about. But my thing is, the main on topic, the main topic I want to talk about is Apple. What gave them, what what allowed them to say no to the FBI, and the FBI didn't put, in, didn't put up much of a fight, so they can say, okay, Apple, since you won't make um, software to unlock the iPhone, we're going to go to somewhere else. Like, what made Apple thought they can just go, nope, 
Sorry, go bye. Well, Apple basically is saying they're in, they're actually in court about it now, and Apple is saying no. Basically, you locked it because if you would have came to us ahead of time before you tried to get into it, we probably could have got into it. But since you locked it, now they have to write a whole new program to get into it. Now, the problem with writing the program is it can be used to unlock the other phones also. Like New York City has 170-something cases, you know, that they say they could use the program for. So Apple is saying no because this will set up a bad precedent. You know, then that means law enforcement can use it to unlock many of your phones like we have in this conversation now. You know, so it, it, it's, it's a lot of going on about privacy and stuff because we know we don't have like, privacy, but it's just the, the I, I don't even know how I put it. You know, I guess the principle behind it, and Apple is saying, no, we're not going to do it because you, you messed it up in the beginning anyway by trying to unlock it without us knowing about it. So that's, that's hmm. where okay. that, all that came from. What um well if they I mean what could it be, I mean how I'm just wondering how worse can you see it now because if the technology all this technology surely someone has already made that program it just might be and I'm not, and it might have been created by some former UC Berkeley or Stanford grad nut that has a lot of technology and a lot of phones to unlock stuff right so how is it any worse if they actually uh, if they actually have the problem, not that I want them to, but how would it get any worse? Because you know, by I think the technology already exists. Um, so how could it? How worse can it get? Mm, if Apple how worse gets can it to get? the FBI, yeah, like it, <laughs> it, it, it's like Just, they already got it anyway. It's like what? What is it like? Selective hacking versus free reign, or I mean, what are we looking at? I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. I think you hit it right there on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, um, yeah. Man, how can I put it? You know, our phones. You know, everybody has has a cell phone now, and so much information goes out above it. But you know, um, certain security measures are placed on the phones just so people can't hack into it. Remember the day we used to have what they called—I don't know—you remember these. The old phones that hung on the hook, they used to have what they call party phones where you live to pick up and somebody else would be on the line. <laughs> you never called them or anything like that. You know, so in the, in the advancement of technology, you know, they have put in security measures to stop that. Now, for the FBI that to force Apple to write this program to actually uh, break this phone down so they can get information off of it, once they write that program, they can't. You understand? They cannot take the program and close it up because it has been created now. So, which means, as you say, anybody working for that company, let's use that as an example, can use that program to unlock any phone they want to. You understand the point behind this? So, oh, right. it, 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 sets a, it sets a very, very bad precedent. And it's very dangerous for them to do it, and that's why Apple is saying government is overstepping its bounds now. You know, because once they create it, that that opens up a whole different can of worms. Then, you know, because you, oh you can't gosh. control okay. it. Okay. 
now I get it. Now I know. Now I know why I was like, no, I, I get it because once it, because once it gets out and um, mm-hmm. it gets out into the public, because first it gets to the private sector, then it gets to like high government officials, and then it gets down to the DOD, FBI, right. CIA, Interpol. Right. And then someone's gonna right. take this. Someone's gonna take this program home one day. And be like, you know, let me take it home. Let me hack my iPhone, right? Let me. And all of a sudden, their kid mm-hmm. gets a hold of it. Oh, look what my daddy had. Right. And then their friend gets a hold of it. They get so hacker, and it gets out to her. And then next, you know, you find this. You can download it off third party website off the internet, not mm-hmm. the internet, the intranet, because there's different levels to the to the World Wide Web. Right. And then. Right. That's why you don't want it. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you, Freddie. Uh, I got a couple more calls to break in. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, triple one. Welcome to the show. Uh, and six seven eight. Welcome to the show. Uh, who do Hi. I have here? This is Mitch. Mitch. All Hi. right. Welcome to the show, Mitch. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Good. 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 So, what you got for me? Well, uh, something very, very serious, most concerning. I um, have dedicated my life, as well as uh, a couple of many others, actually, uh, 14 years of my life, to expose the unprecedented scale, size, and scope of the forced live organ harvesting of the spiritual movement, the Falun Gong in China, who... Uh, basically became the largest spiritual body and spiritual mind and body practice in China and have been, hundreds and thousands have been sent to death camps and their organs cut out of their bodies while alive. The organs then sold and the bodies burned in the crematories in uh, 36 death camps and around China as well. And I just wanted to share this with you, Mr. Talk, about uh, how people can learn more about this. Mm. Okay. Go right ahead. Um, thank you. Uh, well, you know, to understand how this has uh, occurred, we must. Uh, it's crucial to understand that there's no limit to how far the Chinese Communist Party, who controls China, will go to wipe out something or someone. And Falun Gong um, is, is a spiritual body. It's a spiritual movement. And this particular uh, holistic practice became the largest in all of communist China between 1992 and 1998, where one out of every 12 Chinese national citizens were practicing by 1998 these slow-moving exercises, very good for the body, and uh, practicing a deeply rooted philosophy in Falun Gong, which is truthfulness and compassion and tolerance. And the communist regime, the military dictator at the time of the communist regime, uh, was seeking a way to consolidate his own power while also eliminating the largest movement of thought, namely the Falun Gong in recent Chinese history. So he wanted to eradicate them by turning public opinion against the, the, the spiritual practice, calling them a terrorist group, a sinister religion, etc., etc., and has spent one quarter of China's gross domestic profit, that's about $4 trillion uh, to date for the last 16 years, uh, demonizing them, dehumanizing them, vilifying them, and then sending them to these, the, the Falun Gong to these death camps and cutting their organs out of their bodies while alive. And I go on different talk shows uh, and, and, and blog talk and different places, you know, different uh, uh, radio shows with 
the former Secretary of State of the Asian Affairs of the Canadian Parliament, Dr. Uh, Honorable David Kilgore, and I just recently was on a talk show um, with Ethan Gutman, an investigative uh, reporter that has come out with his book, The Slaughter, as well as Dr. Totti, who is a, uh, a doctor who was a cancer surgeon in China who had to flee China after uh, being forced to um, do a, a, an organ harvesting uh, a, a surgery forced by the communist regime and came out and exposed this. So I just I wanted to just share this with the people because this is the most serious, and, and I don't take those, those words lightly because there is a lot of atrocity in this world, and people are, well, there are organ harvestings all over the world. Uh, yes, but not on such an unprecedented scale, scope, and magnitude that is going on and taking place in China. But, Mr. Talk, you know, no one knows about this. Very few people have known about this because of the economic pressures that are involved from communist China in America. The mainstream media have been silenced. The, newspaper has been, the newspapers have been silenced. The government officials have been silenced. Uh, and that's why you have not heard about this. But uh, if anyone would like you to... Know, to yeah, sorry. You know, Mitch, and you're absolutely right. Do you know it's estimated that $50 billion is collected by organ traffickers? Just around the world, fifty right. billion dollars. Yeah. You know, um, a kidney is what sixty-two thousand. A liver is what goes for ninety-eight thousand. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. so and a lung is, is between one hundred fifty to one hundred seventy thousand. So yeah, and, and you know, when, when you talk about this, you have to think about, you know, uh, where are they getting? Where are they getting these people from? Well. You got to think about it. You have a lot of refugees and things that's coming into these countries, and they they're prime candidates for it because they're coming in without anything, and they need the cash. So what's the best thing to do? Hey, I I give up organs, you know, or they they just you know um, um, kidnap them and take the organs that they need, you know. So you're absolutely right, and it's it's big it is big business. You're absolutely right. correct. And 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 the and the, most, the four the four main uh, if I may add to that the four main groups in China that have been uh, brutally persecuted and targeted for their organs the House Christians the Uyghur Muslims the Tibetans and again like I said the largest group a hundred million practitioners of the spiritual movement the Falun Gong um, since, by 1998 a hundred million that's 10% of the population. The communist regime targeted this particular, these four groups, particularly the, the 100 million Falun Gong practitioners, and uh, confirmed reports of 65,000, that's more lives than the whole Vietnam War combined, have been killed mm. for their organs. And independent reports, I, you see, I work for StopOrganHarvesting.org, but I also work with the, or, with the World uh, Organization to investigate the persecution of the Falun Gong, the, the spiritual movement. And based on their reports, at least 2 million and up to 6 million Falun Gong petition. That's, that, that, that's around the lives of the, of, of the, amount, of, of the, uh, the, the amount of Jews that were killed in the Holocaust. Um, so I, I appreciate it, Mr. Talk, for allowing me to come on here and share with you about this. Oh, that's no problem, man. You know, I think, you know, it's good that we we have to put this information out. We really do. And... Um, you know, because it's, it's it's more prevalent than people realize. You know, it's something that's going on all the time. So, yes, um, this is good information to have out there. 
It really is. Ab- absolutely. And if anyone would like to learn more, please, it's very simple. Uh, the website, if I may share. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, very simply, stoporganharvesting.org. Um, and also, there's another website, uh, endorganpillaging.org. Those are the two um, websites. This particular uh, organ harvesting pillaging or genocide, as we call it, it's it's a new form of evil that hasn't existed on such an unprecedented scale, scope, and and size in history, in modern history before. Uh, We we, we know that ISIS is doing the same thing in in, in the Middle East, in Southeast Asia, in India, in the Philippines. Also in in America, there has been terrible genocide of the African-American population where they have used Planned Parenthood to harvest black African-American babies and kill them for their organs. This is this is all documented. This is all classified, uh, declassified. But it has been hidden um, under the, the, the American government. It's un- very unfortunate. Yet this new kind of evil with the Falun Gong has not uh, presented itself uh, uh, yet. And this truly will soul stir human beings once it is confirmed well uh, exposed even more so in the future but yes everybody uh, stoporganharvesting.org and uh, uh, end uh, uh, organpillaging.org there's another website if I may uh, upholdjustice.org as well um, and people can google it they can google forced uh, uh, organ harvesting in China on, on YouTube the persecution of Falun Gong uh, F-A-L-U-N G-O-N-G, Falun Gong, it's pronounced. But God bless you, sir. Thank you so much for allowing me to share with you. And if you do would like, if you would like me to come on, if you ever have a, 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 another show and you would like me to bring on the, the, the doctors and the, the, the former Secretary of State and the investigative journalist, any time I can email you if you'd like, or I can just keep. Yes, it. yes. Send me, send me an email and, and we'll set up a show. Okay. If you if you could be so kind as to allow me your email. Okay, it's Eric Let's L E T S Talk at Gmail dot com. E R I C at Gmail dot com. That would be great, Eric. E R I C L E T T S A L E Yeah. Eric Let's Talk. That's it's two T's. No, yeah. Eric, L-E-E-S-T-A-L-K. Perfect. Eric, E-R-I-C-L-E-T-S-E-R-K. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, and I'm Eric. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you. I'll email all my... All right, nice to meet you as well, Mitch. And thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Man, I tell you, that office harvest thing is something else. Something else, I tell you, man. It's a, it's a bad state. But it, it exists. Um, an example was the young boy in, in um, Georgia that they found wrapped up in a wrestling mat. He had his organs taken out and was stuffed with newspaper. So, hey, it's big business. As you can see, the prices that, that I were um, quoting Man, I tell you, it's just big business. Scary, scary, <laughs> very scary. All right, so lines are still open. Um, three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Open mic. What's on your mind? You know, we got plenty of time. Plenty of time. 
man, I tell you, we lost Kevin. I wanted to ask him about um, this incident in North Carolina uh, where there was voting going on, and they asked uh, this couple to spell their name. Now, you know, and, and some people say, well, you know, what's so, so wrong with that? Well, they were the only ones who asked, were asked to spell their name. And, you know, that takes you back to, like, Jim Crow days, you know, pre-voting laws where they had, we were asked to do certain things to, in the, to be eligible to vote. And this is, you know, North Carolina, they, they're really having issues with the new voting laws that was passed that basically gutted uh, regular voting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's, man, I tell you, this voting thing is really getting serious. And then you have Cruz and Trump. Now they have taken it way beyond insulting each other. They're beginning to insult each other's spouses. What, 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 what is that about? What is that about? You know, I, I often say it, you know, family members should be out of it unless they are actively actively involved in the politics. But if they're not, you leave the family members alone. You know, now, apparently there's a picture of, of Trump's um, wife or ex-wife at one time when she was modeling that was put out there, and automatically Trump figured Cruz knew about it or Cruz had something to do with it. Well, even if that's the case, uh, he, Trump should have took the high road on that one and left it alone. But, you know, it's... It's just crazy, and, and and both of them together are just loony. They are. They're just loony, you know. And Nosey Carter in the chat room says, um, it's about keeping us arguing over something that does not matter anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. While other stuff is going on, you know, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's. Just like wow, they have some issues, man. I'm telling you, you know. But it, what is interesting though, a lot of the young black um, voters are really backing Bernie Sanders for some reason. <clears throat> and unfortunately, Bernie is not going to win. But a lot of uh, young black voters from age, let's say, 25 to 35, they're behind Bernie Sanders. You know, they actually are um, believing in what Bernie's saying compared to what Hillary is up to, because we already know Hillary is going to say what she needs to say, <clears throat> you know, which makes it really interesting. But let me bring Maze into the conversation. Maze, welcome to the show. What's going on? How are you today? What's the talk? I was uh-huh. just sitting back listening. I was just listening. Oh, oh I could have swore you, you raised your hand. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. You might want well to get in the, yeah. You might well get in the conversation um, now. I'm wondering. Um, I said we don't have nothing to do with this fight we sent in watching these people that's running for election. We don't have nothing to do with it. We just should be sit back and push our chairs back and watch them. Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> See if it's going to be a wrapping so, match or a boxing match. Which one coming first? <laughs> <laughs> nah. You know, so it's, a it, 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 it's, it's a sight to see. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. So, Mace, I know you're an avid President Obama 
supporter. Yes, I so, am. So, do you think? I'm not a, I'm, okay. I'm not a. I like his politics, not the supporting. Is people get it confused? The people that's running out, I don't oh. like their politics too yet. Uh huh. But you like President okay. Obama's politics? Yes, some of it. Okay. All right, some of it. Okay. So, <clears throat> thank you for clarifying that. So here's my question. With this attack in Brussels this week and um, the president being in Cuba at a baseball game with Castro, did you see anything wrong with him not um, stopping what he was doing and coming back to the United States and and, um, making a statement on Brussels? Did anybody else do it? Did anybody else do it? (laughs) Stop what they were doing and do it? I ain't seen nobody else stop doing what they were doing either. And it's not even America. Okay. I mean, that's not even in America. That's why I say, have to watch out what they put out there mm. for you to look at. <laughs> so that's how I see okay. it. No, he should have kept on doing no, no, He should have kept on doing Okay. So, yeah. with with that being said, some have said the criticism that George Bush got during 9-11, you know, it was unfair if President Obama can sit in Cuba, which is a communist country, you know, and, you know, one of our so-called enemies, what used to be one of our biggest enemies during the Cold War, you know, how can he sit over there and not doing something with one of our allies are, is being savagely attacked? That's right. One of our allies is not in this country. <clears throat> if it was his homeland, sure, but it wasn't his homeland. And I didn't see none of the, none of the other ones come out and stop what they were doing, say nothing. I really heard them say anything mm. either. Mm. Okay. I just thought, Freddie, are you so what there? You about, what do you think about nobody else saying uh, anything? Well, honestly, I mean, <laughs> my, 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 my train of thought on that was I'm like you. You know, it wasn't nothing he could do. No. You know, and, and he did mention it in a speech that he, he gave. So, you know, I really didn't see it. I mean, there was nothing he could do. Why not continue to do what he was doing? That's they, wanted him to leave. they wanted him to leave Cuba huh? anyway. Oh, that's what they wanted him to do. <laughs> so yeah, he's on the job, and that's what he's doing. He's finishing the job out, regardless if they like it or not. So I'm like it. Damn if he do, and damn if he don't. It's just how it goes <laughs> and how it rolls. Net politics, I like that part, what he's doing. On the way out the go, door. Okay. All the <laughs> Walking on out the door. <laughs> okay. That's right. a piece. That's well, what he's doing. <laughs> and they didn't like okay. it. You heard him say that he was the best president they ever had. In 90-something years or 80. Was it 80 or 90? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who and said the best Kennedy. president they ever had? Uh, the, the president over, I mean, the person over there in Cuba. What's his name? Who, Castro? His brother. Fidel? His brother. The one that's in charge now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said that this president he ever had? No, he said that they ever had oh. to work with. Oh. Well, I mean, he's the first, first one that's been over there in years. He on, yep. so. Mm-hmm. And then you got Clinton walking <laughs> around here. You got Clinton riding around trying to, trying to be I, – I, I don't think Hillary – I don't even think Clinton running for he want Hillary to be president for what he's doing. So you miss the Mm-mm. I don't even see him campaigning for Huh? I don't see her Clinton campaigning for Hillary. Seems like he's campaigning against her. <laughs> to my bill? I, 
Yeah. Uh, okay, I must have missed something. What did Bill say? If that was your wife running, wouldn't you be there every step of the way trying to help her out? Well, you know, Bill has been known to say some outlandish things. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> After the time he's nowhere around. I don't think he want to go back to the White House. Mm, no, okay. Well, I, I don't know. Bill Bill had a good time in the White House. So, no, I'm <laughs> Bill had a good time in the White House. So, I don't know. Okay. He may want to go back. <laughs> but, um, Fred, I wanted, to, I wanted to know what was your thoughts on this um, Brussels and the president not um, – Stop what he was doing. Stopping doing with his actions in um, Cuba to mm-hmm. come back to the United States over um, the Brussels attack. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If the, if the United Nations and people would have stopped and had a had a meeting and stopped and everybody stopped and got on it all together, it would been a whole different story. But nobody else stopped. It, Why should he stop? You know, Trump said something that was interesting last week. He said the United States should limit its participation in NATO. And you know that's it, boy. Everybody got mad at about that one, because you know the United uh-huh. States give over ninety percent of the money to NATO. So yep. you know, boy, they were all on him. But maybe Trump is on to something. Maybe we need to back out of that mess. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But let me bring somebody else in here real fast. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Eric. Hello, Maze. What's going on, Joe? Hey. Hello, Joe. <laughs> There you go. Um, you want to get to um, Jeffrey first and then me, or what? Huh? You want to get to Jeffrey first and then me, or or me? Uh... Who's okay, I can talk. Freddie. He needs Freddie. Freddie, I'm sorry. Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. Yeah. Oh, if Freddie, Freddie want to comment on it, if not, you can go ahead, Joe. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know much about it other than that picture when I saw Obama at the baseball game with Castro, but... Yeah. Yeah, this is as far as I know, so I have not much to say until I read an article, so I'll go ahead and let Joe just speak. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead, Joe. Well, okay, this is going to be a red-letter day. I actually <laughs> agree with Mays. Uh, and don't hold it against me, okay? <laughs> but, well, not the first okay. time you agree with me. Eh, I know, but not many people know about it. I don't want to keep it that way. But in any case, um <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nate. Thank you, Nate. The thing is, is that Obama. Uh, what I like is the uh, the pictures I saw of him over in Cuba doing the tango. He was so uncomfortable. He de- he doesn't know how to tango. But maybe no, that's Argentina, though. Can he I, was can, in Argentina no, then. No, in Argentina, um, though. Can uh, I say something to about that? Excuse me. In a minute, hey, let Joe get his out, Nate. Let Joe get his out first. Okay. But that was in Argentina, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, he and he and Michelle were uh, were dancing, and um, and and old poor old Obama, he was just staying in place, and the girl was doing all the work, and he looked so uncomfortable. Uh, Sorry about that, (laughs) but the thing is, is that what is he expected to do when a bombing over another country occurs? He can't stop what he's doing. He's doing what he's doing. I don't think he's doing it right, but he's doing what he's doing as part of a diplomatic mission as part of the role of being the United States president. So in case another bombing uh, occurs, is he supposed to stop what he's doing if he's in Sweden or if he's in 
um, Argentina again and then go over to the other country. That's not his responsibility. And as far as the NATO um, proposal by Trump, I like that. Get us the hell out of NATO. We supply most of the funds to them, and we do most of the work, and we get most of our boys shot. So get us out. So that's what I wanted to say. Now, I'm sure Mays wanted to say. I want to say something about the tango. The reason mm-hmm. the president, he was doing, when he first started doing the tango, mm-hmm. he didn't want to do the dirty part of the dancing so the American people could call something else. Oh, he was doing dirty dancing on TV. So he was doing great until she threw her leg up, and that's when he stopped. And he almost, they almost tripped. Check it out and look at it again. Oh, so he, he didn't want to dip her because he didn't want to be seen as the president that bows before other uh, heads of state. No, he didn't want to dip her because that would have been the other part of the tango people don't need to be doing on the TV. The big part of the tango. If you know how to do it, if you know how to do the tango, uh, Joe, if he would have went on with the other part, so oh, would've no, that would have been the talk of the, of the world. Um, okay. All right. So, like I said, he was uncomfortable, and um, I enjoyed it. I'm saying, didn't you see in the beginning? No, 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 I only saw, no, I only saw a picture. She her around, uh-huh. and then she threw her leg up. It was supposed to be another part with that, but he didn't go there. Yeah, all right. You got to no, know I how to tango to understand how it goes. But if I, you don't, you take what the media tell you, and you're wrong with it. Oh, boy. Well, okay. you know what? Y- y'all y'all got to understand, Michelle was right over there dancing with somebody else, so he wasn't going to do too much. <laughs> yeah, I saw Michelle dancing with uh, the partner. I, does Michelle know how to do the tango? Because I didn't see the video. I just saw still pictures. Yeah, you I just heard him sit out in the news and he didn't know how to tango. It didn't look, no, it didn't look like he was that comfortable with it. He really didn't. He you know, it was impromptu, so it wasn't nothing planned. It was just you yeah. know something that they do. Yeah, you know there was the criticism tango, with the tango. tango is, 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 now, Mr. Todd, you've seen the tango for real, haven't you? Yes, I've seen the tango for real. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part in that that you wouldn't want to be doing that on the floor if you was the president. Yeah. That's okay. True. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that goes right with what I was saying. Michelle was right there, so uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think he wanted to mess with Michelle. No, you know, he doesn't <laughs> want to. Right, he doesn't want to. See, Michelle either. did it. When Michelle was doing it, she was doing it. The, per- the person she was dancing with had something else to stop. She didn't. She wanted to keep going. His partner. Oh, she likes to dance. Did you see She was Ellen excited. On uh, Ellen DeGeneres? That's the only difference. She got excited because she was in his arm. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's a different type of dance in there, Joe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Oh. So he was in. Well, let's see. Hold on. Well, hold on. Welcome to the show, Blues Unchained. As always, come in trying to start something. The Ted Cruz sex scandal is more juicy than what happened in Cuba. I guess y'all did don't read. Y'all just don't read. No, we just not gonna get that nonsense and incre- any credibility. You can Thank you can you. read about the Ted Cruz sex Thank scandal. Ain't, ain't nobody trying to read that we're worried about him or his sex scandal or his wife or uh, Trump or his wife. I don't care. It has That's nothing to do with me. You know That's they, they you know do well, I know who it is. They they do whatever they mm-hmm. want to do. You know, they probably have 8,000 sex scandals. It, it still has nothing to do with me, okay? So, you know, they, you remember that movie, what that movie was uh, with Ted, I mean, not Ted Cruz, but Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. Mm. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so is that, it is uh, what it is. Is that the female perpetrator, that Palooza you just mentioned? Huh? 
Is it that female perpetrator, the one that uh, always takes on different identities and comes onto the show? Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought I thought she left. Hey, hey, hey! You know what? But hold on, hold on. Blues on blues on chain. You know, it's easy to stay in the chat room and talk. Come on, call in. Come on, let us hear your voice. Talk to me in ter- over the phone. Come on. And we that's can a real people do. Yeah, that's a you real know, people don't, do. Don't hang out in the chat room. Don't hang out smart in the chat room. Come on. Yeah, smart people call in and have a conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. So, NATO, I don't... Uh, um, do you... Who thinks that we should stay in NATO? I don't. I don't either. I, I don't either. I don't see... What I mean, really, what is it really doing? What is the benefit? You know, what I think like, it is. Like, Remember, you know how you how you always talk about um, Mr. Smith. Well, the United uh-huh. Nations, the United Nations is the international Mr. Smith, and NATO is the police arm of Mr. Smith, and we're the ones who are doing the bidding of Mr. Smith internationally, the UN. So I want us. Yeah, to, yeah. I want us out of NATO. I don't even want us to be part of the UN. <laughs> what, Mace? How many years have been in NATO? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. How many years? Oh, we've been in NATO. What for? About six. Let me see. Since the 1940s. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so what's the what's what's Yeah. Uh huh. Huh? I said, oh, are you? And so, okay, amazing. We should stay in there. Sound like you're stuck with it. Now we're stuck with it? We can't get out? That's what it sounds like. Why? What makes you think we can't just say, yeah, Yeah. why can't we get out, mate? The Russians. The Russians in NATO, too, aren't they? I don't. No, they're not. Uh -uh. No. No. The Russians are not NATO. They're against NATO. So if the Russians are against it, we are for it, and that's why we're going to stay in it. But why do you think we should, though? Do you think we should? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you won't have no allies. <laughs> have, okay. Like, you know you what? We have any NATO allies. Yeah, we will. You know what? Uh, uh, Always have free What kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm t- you know, I get tired of people saying that Israel is our ally and Saudi Arabia. We are fighting so. for these countries. They don't do crap for us. I don't think so. Well, not you. You mentioned the word allies, which... I'm not, I don't money. think they're our allies. I think they're, we're their money bank. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I everybody knows. Tell you know, Mr. Tommy. I agree with him on that one. You know, no, we, we, we've, asked, we've asked that question on this show quite often. You know, yeah. why is Israel our so-called strongest ally? What do they really do? Nothing. Welfare. You know? Yeah. Huh? A welfare system? <laughs> you know what? But that's not true because Israel, Israel does the, uh, Israel, how can I put it? They, they do a lot of the dirty work that uh, Mr. Smith can't do. Believe it or not. Oh really? So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know we. In, do in it. that region of the country, huh? I know we do it. Um, if they if they if they sabotage like, 
I don't know. Have they been sabotaging Saudi Arabia or Iran in any way? I haven't heard of it, but I'm I'm thinking they probably do it secretly. (laughs) Do it what? Sabotage, you know, either Saudi Arabia or Iran. They probably do it secretly in some way. They were trying to, but it didn't work. It's more or less Iran. Iran. You know, you know, when you take a look at the at, at the thing on the the world politics and what's going on over here, man, it's scary. It really is, cause you just yeah, it's scary. Cause with these people running for president, I don't know about them. <laughs> hey, and, and all them angry. Look, messed around. And Ted Cruz had the nerve to say that law enforcement should monitor all Muslim neighborhoods now in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> you know, and you shake your head. Because you actually, agree with that, don't you, Joe? I don't think you'll agree with that. Do you, Joe? What? Do you agree with Ted's uh, politics? Do I what? Ted Cruz. Agree with Ted do you Cruz? agree with oh. Ted Cruz, who said the police should patrol and secure Muslim American neighborhoods. Uh, secure it? No. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't like the fact that uh, of, of he's laying down the uh, precedent to do uh, blanket surveillance. The Muslims here haven't done any real problems yet. But it's the Muslims overseas that are coming into the country that we have to worry about. The Muslims have been here for. I don't know, 40 years, 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and, of course, you're going to find a few who might um, be right mm-hmm. for some sort of dissidence against the government. But do you know, I forget the name of the uh, video. There have been surveys, and unfortunately, of the Muslims around the world, something like 65% of them agree with what ISIS is doing um, around the world. So... You know, we have to. We do have to be careful of sympathy. Well, 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 you know, you know, know the interesting part about that. You know, when you would see when you just say Muslim, you know, that's a whole bunch of people. You, you understand what I'm saying? But yeah, they're broken it, down it, into right. different sets. You know, so depending on who they ask, you know, of course, you know who they ask and. What America, you know, has done in their country, you probably a lot of them probably would say, yeah, we'd rather have it in our own hands. Yeah, you I know. Mean, so what's mm-hmm. yeah, what's wrong with them ruling their own country? No, no, no. You know? What they're what they're voting for when you they when the polls were taken was that they're they're with ISIS committing the um, the terrorist acts in other countries. They support it. They came from where? You know. I can see them sympathizing with ISIS to a degree because, yeah, I mean, the United States, we, we as Americans, we don't think that the United States is guilty of any type of real imperialism. But over there in the other countries, they know full well what the, uh, what the effects are of bombs. Of, right. um, oh, it just escaped yeah, my mind. But, what, uh, Eric, but, what are the bombs but, that they use? But, Joe, some in Americans Vietnam? don't ISIS things, so what do you care about that? Huh? Yeah, phosphorus and Agent Orange. Yeah. Yeah. I think some Americans join ISIS too. So, Joe, what do you call them? I can't hear you, Mace. 
I said some Americans joined ISIS too, so they left them over here and went to join ISIS. So what do you think about them? And they're not Muslims, some of them. Right. I mean, I can understand people sympathizing. I sympathize with the people in Iraq and Afghanistan because of the United States government going over there, and and as a result, a million people left Iraq alone because of the American government breaking down doors and killing people and getting away with it. But to join a terrorist organization, if you're going to have that kind of energy to join a terrorist organization, why can't you join an organization here at home to try to change uh, the politics here at home? That's why I thought they want to join the people that want their land and they run their own government. And they want that's to what, I would, to that's to what I would think. Yeah. Um, I, I think it depends upon... You know, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the, the so-called government that the United States put in place in um, Iraq, you know, the, 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 a lot of the, the top Republicans, I mean, the top politi- politicians and diplomats had to leave the Green Zone in Baghdad earlier today because of protests. You know, they're not happy. They're not happy. Well, of you course know? not. It's interesting. They're not happy with, with, you know, the puppet organizations that... that, Of course not. ...that the United States put in charge. I know. It's amazing to me how people... You know what? I've heard a couple of GIs who have come back from Afghanistan and Iraq, and they've been on some of the BTR shows, and they've been on Hannity, and they've been on some of the other pundits uh, on their talk shows on uh, national radio. And they keep saying, you know, we went over there to liberate you people, and you people are ungrateful. And I'm saying to myself... God, how brainwashed do you have to be? How many times do you have to have a leg shot off in order for you to think, would you like it if the Iraqis or the Chinese or the Russians took over Texas or if they took over California and they shot people up in the streets? Of course not. But we're thinking, you know, but I don't understand. You know, brainwashing is so powerful, it's amazing to me. It's It's called conditioning. It's Absolutely, <laughs> that's what it's called. Let's see, and, and a lot of them aren't. And, and see, and here's, here's so being a former soldier, I can say this: a lot of them aren't aware of the history of some of these countries that they are um, forced to go into and so-called liberate these people. A lot of them don't understand that a lot of the people that we have to. Um, run out of dictatorship. We help put in dictatorship. In That's true. Yeah, you know, and, and, and as some as um, Gnosis Cardia said in the chat room, and they don't realize we don't honor any of our treaties. We don't. You know, yeah. if, if we don't like it, we break them in a the heartbeat. You know, well, and, and it's yeah. been that way for years. Mm-hmm. Dad, I don't know. Oh. Okay, the treaties, yeah, well, and and um, the treaties that are being done now, like the TPP, and I think there's another alphabet treaty, PTT, something like that, they've been done in um, in secret. And some of the congressmen, some of the senators weren't allowed to take a look at some of the provisions within those treaties. Now tell me why senators and congressmen who are responsible for the ratification of treaties, why they're not allowed. Who says you're not allowed to look at these uh, provisions? I want to know that. <laughs> That's a good question, Joe. If they're not allowed to do it, and they're holding the highest law, the highest office in the land besides the presidency and the um, Supreme Court, then who's bossing these people around? 
If they're bossing these people around, I want to know who they are. Okay, Joe, you lost me there. The congressmen, they're responsible for the laws of the nation, right? Uh-huh. If they're the ones who are not allowed to take a look at the bills which are going to become the laws, then who are the people who are telling the congressmen you can't look at them? <laughs> now, that is a good one, Joe. The well, see, but, well, I'm about to say, see, within Congress, within Congress, you know, you have the, the, the shadow, shadow, shadow government. And, um, you know, the, only certain ones are allowed in this certain group. So since there's only certain ones allowed, only certain ones, are, you know, are permitted to see certain things. Well, yeah, it's like um, I see the hierarchy. You know, there's a hierarchy in everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I understand about the shadow government, but the shadow government, how are they going to tell a congressman you can't look at the bill you're going to vote on if they can say that to that congressman? Because then. That congressman should say, you know what? You can't tell me to do that. That's my job. I'm going to have you arrested. How can a congressman, how can yeah. anybody vote on a bill that they're not allowed to be? I understand that these assholes, when they have a look uh, at the bills, that they don't want to read them because some of them are over a thousand pages long. But for, for somebody, let's say, for example, you, got, uh, you became the senator of Texas. Right, and you got, you're going to vote on a bill that's going to allow either um, soldiers to go over to another country or to stay here. And somebody comes along and says, Senator Jackson, I'm sorry, but um, on this particular bill that affects your state, this particular part, you're not allowed to read it. What would you do? I want to know why I can't read it. Right. Now he says, Yeah. I'm the one that comes to you and says, I'm sorry, sir, you can't read it. You can just, uh, you have to vote um, without saying it. You know, and you mentioned that, but that is exactly what happened with the TPP um, thing. That's what I'm saying. So if these yeah, senators go exactly along with it, they should be impeached as well as that, uh, you know, the people that tell them you can't vote on it. You can't see the bill. They went with the party, Joe. And whatever the party say, that's what they got to do. But doesn't that bring into um, focus the problem with the whole system, though? Of course. That's what Which I is, keep saying. The, is, government, yeah. the, government, the government eats crap. The government sucks. Right. The government is not there for us. And people keep yeah. – I don't, I don't keep voting in the same uh, Democrats and Republicans. Everybody else does. Yeah, and you know what, and, and I, that's why I always say, we, you know, I don't know how we have to start a petition or, or whatever, um, because, um, dang it, I lost my train of thought here. I was reading something else. You're talking um, about a petition it, or probably doing something to uh, oh, get yeah, the congressman the limit, out of there. The limit, yeah, oh, the, the limit, limit term, term periods? Yeah. Yeah, we have to. I mean, I think that would solve a lot of the, the problems right there. You know, get some of them old cronies out of there that's been there forever. You know, that that's firmly implanted 
<laughs> you know, on certain committees. You know, and certain yeah. committees are, are classified as powerful committees. In yeah, yeah, the senior members of the, of the Congress they get those uh, committee chairmanships. Yeah, if we did limit it to six years. Either it would help solve the problem or it might accelerate it. In other words, instead of having a timetable of somebody saying, you know, the the people behind the scenes, instead of saying, well, you know what, we've got 10, 15 years to implement our plan, they might say, you know what, we've only got six years to implement our plan, and they might bring on tyranny a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> Because sometimes when you plan for something, sometimes the plans don't work out. And then who suffers? We do. Yeah. Guess you got a point there, Joe. Uh, You know, I never thought about it like that. But I guess, ah, so what would be the answer then? Just eliminate them completely. My my answer is this, and Mays will not agree. You vote in, um, you don't vote for Democrats or Republicans. Okay, let's say this this particular 2016. You don't vote for any Democrat. You don't vote for any Republican. Now, I'd like to vote for Rand Paul, but I would still say, okay, here's what every American can do. Every American goes to the polls, all right? So my solution doesn't take them out of their comfort zone, doesn't make them do anything different. You just go to the polls. You do not vote for a Democrat or Republican. You vote for any independent that... um, hasn't been in Congress before. Any independent, I don't care if it's Libertarian, Constitutional Party, whoever, and you and you take the Democrats and Republicans and you sweep them out in one fell swoop. But people are going to vote Democrat or Republican no matter what. So, yeah, you know, what can I tell you? Yeah, I would say, because number one, you're going to have a, hey, Mays, I'll let you back in. Uh, you're going to have an issue with finding that many independents running alone. So what? The independents can run. The, you know, the um, the elections, they're not supposed to be popularity contests where people vote because, well, you know what, I think my, my man's going to win or my woman's going to win. You vote for the people who are going to do the best job for you. To me, when you keep Voting in a Democrat and Republican, it shows a very uninformed and a very stupid American public. Because we've we've been around, we've been around a a long enough period of time, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, to know that the Democrats and the Republicans are liars. They get together to do backroom deals, and nothing has been, uh, no, very few laws have ever been passed that have helped us. My taxes have not gone down over the years. My liberties uh-huh. have been taken away from me over the years. More people are dying as a result of suicides, as a result of going over to fight wars in countries that have never invaded us. We know that uh, trillions of dollars are being stolen by uh, by the government, like Rumsfeld stole billions, and you know. Yeah, and right. So why do we? Why do we? Uh, I don't. Why do most people continue uh, continue to vote for these uh, for these jackasses? Can I can I tell you why? Sure, Mace. Because they got to read so one one of the other parties can win. I would like to see for them. I would like to see them change the whole thing so anybody can run 
to to win the office, not put where you got to have money and somebody to advance you with money. Well, they don't have to. Maybe what they want. You are allowed at the time of election to write in any candidate you want. Oh, that's right. You can write yourself in if you want to. That's right. So if you know of a person who's running for president, then write the person in. I wouldn't think of nobody like Rand Paul either because Rand Paul up there getting taxed out too, and he ain't doing nothing. Well, that's your point of view, but the thing is, if you if you don't like any of these people who are running, then vote in somebody else. Well, there's nothing running to vote in. What you do? Just write something in. Write your name. That's in. all you have to do. If you see somebody, look. Let's say, for example, Eric runs for president, right? Okay, Eric runs for president. Now he's not part of the machine. Okay, for people. What? Let's not got to be the president. It could be the congressman or somebody else running in some state. No, here's the example I'm giving you. Here's how it works. <laughs> people are brainwashed into thinking that the only choices they have are Democrats and Republicans who are in right. the news. But you don't that. have to. If Eric puts up a YouTube video and it gets like 30 million hits, right? And then he gets exposed to the other media, let's say CNN and Fox News, etc. And if people like his platform, right, he's not part of the machine, but people can say, you know what, I like Eric Jackson for president because of what he's got on his website. You are allowed to vote for him even though he's not funded by the Democrats or the Republicans. That's why I say the American people are idiots. They keep saying we only have two choices. No! You've always could write in somebody at the time of the general election. Yeah, because they, the, they got the Green Party. They got all different kinds of parties. You can vote right, for but they don't vote for them. And, it, and it's amazing to me. This is like 1984. The people recognize you've got the Green Party. You've got the Independent Party. You've got the Objectivist Party, Libertarian Party. You've got the Constitutional Party. They know that these, these third parties exist. Yet they keep saying, we don't have anybody to vote for. Uh, so that's why I'm going to vote for Democrat or Republican. No. Come on. I mean, it doesn't even make so sense. You got <laughs> well, you know, uh, but that, but that, that's part of the conditioning. You know, the, the average voter has been conditioned. Yeah, yeah, the average voter has been conditioned to, okay, you either got two choices, Republican or Democrat. That's it. You know, if you, uh, if they're right. not on the mainstream new, mainstream news, then they don't even count. And exactly. of course, mainstream news is not going to mention them. That's right. Yeah. That conditioning is is extremely powerful. People will say, I don't have the choice. Have you heard about the third party? Have you thought about the independent party? Yeah. So is that a third choice? But he won't win. Well, you know, if the, the person that you're voting for, a lot of people say he or she won't win, but you're still voting for him. So if you're going to vote, vote for somebody who can actually do some good. Don't vote just because you want to be on the winning, uh, the winning party. But that conditioning, that brainwashing, that indoctrination that people have been getting ever since we've been in grade school and holding our hands up to our heart and pledge allegiance to the flag and our nation is the greatest uh, nation in the world. Come on. Uh, you, you know what really gets me? You really want to get me is um, – you know how to say the leader of the free world? I'm like, really? Like, like we we the only ones free? Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's other countries freer than we are. Shoot. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. You, know? you talk about. This is funny. The other day I was. I well, came, well, John Hogan ran and he won. He won the uh, establishment. 
Oh, not 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 Hulk Hogan. What? What's the one name that just got all this money? Huh? Who? The one that won all the money. The wrestler. When he ran, he wanted to be governor. Oh, Jesse Ventura. What's his name? Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah, him. Uh, he he ran and he won, yeah. but he didn't want to stay forever. Well, so he's not impossible. You know what? That's what, you know, uh, know what made so? That was another one of those, um, the name you know type of situations, and he, he was saying what people wanted to hear. <clears throat> Prime example, he was an early Donald Trump without being Donald Trump. <laughs> That's a good, good one there. But anyways, go ahead, Joe. What are you saying? Oh, Joseph Ventura, yeah. Uh, he, he got a bad rap in the media about the Navy SEAL uh, settlement. The thing is, I would, yeah. I would, I would like to have Joseph Ventura as uh, president. I would vote for him. He ran for governor. He won. He was nobody. Except a That's exactly right. He won. You know how much? He only spent three hundred thousand dollars to become governor of Minnesota. Hmm. Yeah. But see, he had a, but see, he had a name behind him too, though. Yeah. But at that, that time, he, right? That game was yeah, wrestler. He was he was known as the body, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah Jesse the body. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And he became governor. And I'm thinking to myself at the time that I wasn't too uh, too savvy with politics at the time. I'm thinking, how did this? You know, anybody can win. I guess. You know, you, the only thing you got yeah. is you're a wrestler. Yeah, and on a one. Yeah. Uh, uh, even though you're doing what I you know. did, you won out of nowhere. Once again, a name people knew. A name people knew. That's right. There wasn't a there wasn't a uh, career politician. You know, you got terminated as your governor. We know he gonna change some things. He damn he <laughs> right. He, he damn near ran California in the ground. <laughs> the thing is, you knew you knew his see his background. His father was SS. Okay, he had ties to the Nazi Party, and people voted that asshole in. Everybody was happy with him. They wanted to make him president, but he couldn't be. Oh yeah, some people still want to make the guy president. They want to change the law. They want to amend the Constitution so that an immigrant can become president, as it is now. Cruz is an immigrant. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, Joe. It's the same that applies to Trump. That's why people crazy about him because of the wrestling. He was well, even to the oh. Trump. Donald Trump. Trump's situation is a little bit different. He's well known for being a businessman. Because of that wrestling, those wrestling, same wrestling people that, that, that with the other one, other wrestler, they would drop too. The other they wrestler, who's the other wrestler? He didn't come out of nowhere. Who? I don't know who. She talking about um, um, McMahon in them when he was part of the, hanging that part of McMahon. But he was one time. Yeah. One time he was the of the WWE. They know Trump. That's why. That's that's his followers. That's why they put Arnold, and that's why they put the other wrestler in there, because that's where they see Trump from, not from uh, well, that little problem they had. Yeah, well, Trump knows a lot of people. A lot of people gravitate towards Trump because he's a good one. Yeah. Bad but see, he but see, once again, that is what scares the GOP, is he knows a yep. lot of people. You know, yeah. me and Joe have said it. He knows that's where right. the bodies are. Trust me. He knows where the bodies are buried. That's it. He, yeah. Yeah. he knows where the bodies are buried and the, and the bodies that are still alive. <laughs> That's well, it. The difference between Trump and them, Trump no owe nobody, and he ain't got to give no favoritism, and that's why the Republicans are having a feed over. I know. 
This is the first the time. The Democrats I... are doing the same thing. They both parties doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't vote for Trump, but that's just what I see. That's why I said we don't yeah, have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's let's think about this now. Trump has is he's running as a Republican, but he's given most of his, his political contributions to the Democrats. He just he just he is run as independent. He didn't run on a reform party platform, I think. So he'd have been all over the place. Uh, you know what I mean? He all over been the place. Independent, yeah. gold party. So, you know what? He's, he's, look, he's playing the game the way uh, the other ones would like to play it and getting away with it. You yeah, know? There you go. That's you know, right. He gets away with that's, it. That's all it is. And he's getting away with it. If you want to insult me, no problem. I can insult you back. You know, yep. if you want to talk strictly, um, 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 uh, what you call it? What they call it? When they get up there and just talk straight politics. He he's done that a couple of times. You know, yep. Trump basically saying, "Kiss my butt." I'll, you know, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm winning. But, you got to beat me. You know. Yeah. But what he gonna do for Ted Cruz, Mister Talk is going Ted Cruz made a mistake because it's just like he did that one out of Carolina when he gave his phone number and everything out. Ted, and they talked uh, about Donald Trump. Now he getting ready to do Ted Cruz well, the same way to show what kind of person lady she gonna be if she went to the White House. <laughs> you That's know, you know, it's interesting because they don't like Ted Cruz either. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I. I, I uh, you know, I've never seen anything like this. This is the weirdest election I have Red ever Saturday. seen. Oh, and Joe, remember last Monday we was talking about the bound. The, they go around the the, the um, delegates are bound what, after the first vote. Right. They can vote for whoever they want to. Yeah. The ones that yeah. So after the first vote, if he don't doesn't get it, then it's up for grabs. Yeah. That's why yeah. they want the broker convention, because if he gets the right. 1,200 delegates right away, then they have to vote for him. But if he doesn't get it, then they're going to try to influence the um, the delegates who are bound now, but will become unbound by the second ballot, and they're going to try to influence those people to vote against Trump, even though they voted for Trump um, at the beginning. That's why the convention... Uh, Trump doesn't want a broker convention. The Republicans want a broker convention. Cruz wants a broker convention because he knows he, if the first ballot, um, if Cruz, get, I mean, if uh, Trump gets the delegates, Cruz automatically loses. But if Trump doesn't get the delegates, right. he has a shot. I don't know if he has a shot. Uh, you know, that, that'd be interesting. You know, um, I think a lot of emphasis, well, hold on before I go any further. All right, y'all, we got seven minutes left in the live show. We'll be going in overtime for a little while. So if you're not on the phones, you need to get on the phones, 347-838-8622. If you're in the chat room, you can stay in the chat room. But, you know, at 4, 5 o'clock, you know, your sound going to cut off. Nothing I can do about that. Um, so, but I thank you for coming if you have to leave. Um, but um, Trump, I, I don't think Cruz is – you know, the Republican, they put themselves in a bad spot because, you know, at one point they were actually thinking about trying to slide somebody else in there. That's why they wanted a broken convention. But since it has come out, you know, they're trying to backtrack on it. But I can't see a scenario where Cruz is going to win this thing on the GOP side. I really don't because I don't think Cruz can beat Hillary. I really don't. 
I don't think the, de- the Democrats. I don't think the Democrats give a rat's gratuity about if, if Hillary uh, wins the nomination or if Hillary wins the presidency. No. They don't care because the Democrats and the Republicans, like Ventura has always said, they're like the WWE. They go into uh, in front of the American people. They act like they're fighting one another, but when they're not in front of the cameras, they're making deals to help each but other out. Right. That's true. So the Republicans, see, they was, can say, well, you know, Hillary, we don't want Hillary in there. They don't care. You know, but, but, but see, Joe, remember, though, that was the cry of the Tea Party, remember? That, that is why the Tea Party came about. You remember? Because they were pissed about that. Well, yeah, were, the Tea Party was inspired by Ron, by, uh, Ron Paul. And yeah. then, and then other people got into the Tea Party, and then they confiscated, and they actually uh, practically uh, conscripted it and turned it into, you know, rhinos and you know, rhinos, Republicans in name only. The Tea Party that is now wasn't the Tea Party that was started back in 2007 and 2008. Uh huh. I agree with that. But how did it trans? How did it transform into what it is now? How well, did that happen? Well, they just keep putting, um, what do you call it, these Republicans who were running for Senate and Congress, um, they kept saying, well, we're part of the Tea Party. So people voted them in, but they weren't really, you know, they didn't have the Tea Party philosophy. So when it came time to vote for the Tea Party issues, they weren't there. They voted Republican issues. It's like how the Democrats got contaminated and the Republican Party got contaminated. When you run for office... You're there for power. You're not there to help the people. Very few people are there. I, like, I mean, very few candidates are there to help the people. I like the way you say that, contaminated. <laughs> they did. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. That's another word for infiltrated. <laughs> yeah. Contaminated. No, they contaminated the party. And, oh, we're not, you know, we're not really the United States that we think it is or we hope that it is. We're really Russia with, uh, you know, instead of the USSR, we're the USA. Mm-hmm. Nothing but corruption all the way around. Mm. Mm. Wow. Now, there's some folk that are threatening to beat you up for saying that, Joe. Huh? There's some folk around here threatening to beat you up for saying that. Oh, somebody's threatening to beat me up, huh? Well, okay. Okay. Uh, it's not like the first time I've been threatened, but it will surely even be the last time if somebody does meet me. Woo! Uh oh. Freddy? Really? Come on, Freddy. Are you there? Freddy, are you there? I think, I think Freddie said he wanted a piece of Joe. Uh, I, mean, I wanted to hear that. Oh, Freddie said, Freddie okay. said he wanted. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think it was Freddie. Yeah. yeah. Somebody in the chat room said he wanted a piece of Joe. I, I wanted a piece of me. Well, I, I hope, I hope whoever wants a piece of me. How about what you just said? How about what you just said? Oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you always get that over the internet. Yeah, baby. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, Whoever wants to piece me, I hope you're female. If you're male, uh, go back to your boyfriend. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's keep it clean. Keep it clean. (laughs) Keep it clean. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So we got what? When is November? Uh, What we have? We in, might as well say March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Eight months? We got eight months? Left. Yeah, eight before, months. Yeah. Uh, decision before a decision is made, basically. Yeah. Or on, on the figurehead of the country, because that's all it is, basically a figurehead. You know, yeah. and, and I think that's another misconception. People actually think the president has all the power. The president don't have all no power. You know. <laughs> you know, as has been shown through President Obama and his struggles with Congress. Oh, he can only do so much, and then, and, and, and let's let's not forget, we still have the Supreme Court struggle going on. You know, as quiet as that has been lately, you know, that's still going on as well. So there's but a lot struggle? going on. Mr. Supreme Court justice. Oh yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Yes. If Cruz, if, if if they have a broken convention and Cruz win and Donald Trump check in the court, what's going to happen? Say that again? Yeah. If Cruz, if they have a, a broken convention and, and Cruz win and Donald Trump check in the uh, court, what's going to happen? Well, if he takes him to the court, if Cruz takes him to court for what, being a Canadian? Yes. Well, then they have to wait for the court case to go to court, and then, uh, which will probably take years, and then, then they'll wait for that decision. So In then the meantime, have... Cruz is the president of the United States. Really? Can't be that they don't have to file the four vote no more. And then it will go to the Supreme Court, uh, right? and then they wouldn't have to file the four vote. So, I mean, like, uh. <laughs> I mean, President Obama gets a say until they figure it out. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like that? You know, that's too much. That is just yeah. too much. <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter. Who, it doesn't matter. Who. Look, it doesn't matter. Hillary wins, Sanders wins, Cruz, Trump, whoever you put in there, um, is going to be a horrible president. It doesn't matter who's in there. But Cruz, he wanted to rule the world, so I don't know about him. But I guess I'll just leave the country again. Go and get my dual citizenship and go on to Africa until it's over, and then I'll come back. Like I did once before. <laughs> and I wouldn't have to deal with it. What? Is something wrong with that? Something wrong with what? If I if I left the country until it was over for four years and came back. Nothing wrong with that, man. Can I, I help No, if that's what you want to do. That's probably what I Why do. not? Uh-huh. Wait a minute. You don't want to do it? Why are you saying you want to go over to... Uh... Yeah, you know... And I guess I, I won't have to deal with it. You, you know you know what's interesting, though? Um, you know how a lot of people you, you was able used to be able to use the, the license, you know, to travel overseas? Um, 
you know, they, they're about to get to the point where they're going to require you to actually have a passport, which is cuckoo, cocoa puffs, but yeah. They what passport to what? To go in between states? No, lead the country. Hold yeah, on, let me see if I can find it in my notes. Well, yeah, we always, you know, we always need a passport to leave yeah. the country. Are you going to cruise? Oh, some, you have in to some instances, no, you could, a lot of times you can use your birth certificate. Well, they use yeah, uh, the birth. No, uh, well, if, if that's yeah, true, I didn't know that, but I know that. Yeah, yeah. You, have, you have that. You got to show you to get all your shots and everything else. And it's oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. That's I'm sorry. Here it is, I got it all. Ba- I'm sorry. I got it backwards. I got it backwards. As U.S. passport for domestic flights loom, IRS can now revoke passports. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Until January 22, 2018, um, Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson has issued a statement that until then, residents of all states can continue to use their state driver's license for domestic air travel. But by October 1, 2020, every air traveler would need a real ID compliant license or another acceptable form of federal ID for domestic travel. Um. The real idea really national standard, and basically, what they want you to do is get these driver licenses now with chips in them. They That's have all it. your information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And That's a lot just, of states say no, we're not going to do it. That's yeah. just their methodology of tracking everybody. By the time this thing comes around, they'll probably have something similar to cell towers. They'll probably have these tracking stations around the country, or maybe they'll track you by satellite. Who knows? But with the chips in there. And they'll probably make it uh, mandatory by law that you have to have these chips so that if you don't have a chip, then you probably can't buy food, you probably can't travel, you can't buy gasoline. I'm sure that's the, um, that's the whole idea. It's to control the activities of the American people. Will it stop a lot of criminals? Huh? Will it stop a lot of criminals? What, man? Will it stop yeah. a lot of criminals? Yeah. No. If anything, it would it, stop, it, a, lot, it, it would stop a lot of innocent people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The criminals will be able to get around it. it. The criminals are criminals because they know how to get around the laws. It's the innocent people who are going to suffer. Oh, it's, I ain't suffering. I got a chip. <laughs> you what? I got one. <laughs> you got one? Yeah, my cell phone. <laughs> And you do too. I got a chip. Okay. And you know, unless you got a landline, put them on my landline. That's well, a different see, story, but I got a cell phone. But well, see, here's the thing: there's a law out where the IRS can actually revoke your um <laughs> your your passport if you owe uh, what fifty thousand dollars back in unpaid taxes. They can actually revoke your your passport. Of course, who that's gonna hurt? Normal, I mean, the normal joke, because you know the ones that make that kind of money, you know they probably own their own little private jets anyway, so they don't really worry about it too much. <laughs> Not necessarily. Buying it out when they want to. Mm. They keep saying they keep they keep they keep saying 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 they keep saying
uh-huh. we just get don't get behind. We just don't get behind enough to to make it work their while to come after us sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's why in the future, because I um, what Ray said, we have a chip in, in the cell phone. She's right about that. Everybody everybody's chipped because everybody takes a cell phone with them. But those people, we have no problem. huh? I mean, they have no problem. That's why I say my chip is in my phone, so I don't do nothing wrong. You don't mind being right. followed. You don't mind being tracked. At some point. Okay. At some point. I don't know. All kind of people out here. You don't have any problem, Maze, with the government knowing every time you make a purchase, every time you go someplace, every time you buy gas, every time you walk across the street. You don't have any problem with the government uh, tapping your phone and reading your email. No, they're not messing with me, and I ain't doing nothing wrong. Oh, so you're saying that because you're you think that you're not doing anything wrong now, you'll never do anything wrong in the future, you'll never break a law. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Unless they speak something through the phone and okay. make me do wrong, so. <laughs> nope. Right. So they'll never touch you. They'll never bother you. They'll never, and you won't care. If they take a look at your bank account. You know what they... I tell them, though? Huh? I said, when I have my phone sometime, I said, I know y'all looking at me, and I know you're watching me. Hope you have a good time. Then I'm going to do what I got to do. But that's now, Maze, in the future. I had, I just asked you, if you don't mind, if the government tracks your every expenditure, every time you use a credit card or a debit card, every time you use now, cash, you every the... time you walk down the street. Yeah. Have you looked at your credit report? It can tell you everything you purchased. Uh, okay. Huh? Yeah, never mind. I'm saying if you look at it, they already know. <laughs> oh, Thank you, man. Yes, okay. I was shocked when I saw that. I'm like, from what year? But, I bought yeah, this. but I bought you don't this. mind. That's the whole point. You don't mind them knowing everything yeah. about you. No. So when they listen to you on the phone and they tape your conversations, you don't mind, no matter what the conversation might be. Nope. What if in the future they pass That's a law? That's why kind of conversations they have and what kind not to have. And not on the phone. I write it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if in the future they pass a law, just like they've done with Facebook and LinkedIn, especially Facebook, that anybody who disagrees with the government is considered a dissident? They make you major dissident. Man. And as such, they're going to restrict your travel privileges, they're going to restrict your expenditures, they won't let you uh, rent a car, but you don't mind, so it's okay. Yep. Yep. I know somebody that I can get around and get around with, whatever. Never, no Not, problem. Nobody's going to get around <laughs> what? Every How are you going to get around it? Yeah, you won't yeah, be allowed... Do you know that in no. some places you, they don't even allow you to spend more than a $20 bill? So how are you going to get around it? Every system around here, somebody can break it. Oh, okay. And they're going to help you out because you have, what, a lot of money you can spend uh, to get their no. loyalty? No. Uh, so they you got it all figured. Man, I'm glad you got it all figured. You know what? You should run for office. You can be anonymous, you know. Oh, Nobody really? <laughs> really? 
you can be anonymous. Huh? I don't, I'm not going to doubt and worry about this stuff. I'm, I'm just going to live my I life. I know you don't worry about it, but that doesn't mean that it's not here and that it won't get worse. It's just like mm-hmm. when I say they went, from, they went from the horse in the buggy to the car. And we did All righty. We did it okay. Well, can you give me your phone number, Mitch? Because in case I get in trouble, I'd like to know who I can contact. And it's like the typewriter to the computer. Yeah, yeah. So can I get your phone number? No. Oh, you don't want to help out a buddy? I'm anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, well. <laughs> I'm not getting no gray hairs when uh. I'm about this. Because oh, I, well, I certainly don't know how people, you know, there are people who've got these bomb shelters, right, that are very below uh, the ground. Now, they're thinking they can't be discovered, nobody will know about it, or they build it themselves. Well, guess what? The government has satellites. The government has the chips in your in your cars, or they will have, or they'll have chips in your uh, credit cards. Then they'll have drones, drones that don't sleep, drones that don't need a lot of energy. And the drones will go out and just take a look in, in the woods. Um, you can't escape. This is going to be wor- this is going to be worse than, than what is it? Minority Report, not Minority Report. Uh, Enemy of the State, and uh, in some other movies. What can you do about it, John? You can stop voting the stupid assholes who keep doing this stuff to us. Stop voting for them. Mm. Don't they get caught too? What? I said, don't what they get caught too? The people that he says stop voting for, they get caught doing stuff too. Okay. They get caught too. What they get caught doing? Okay, I'm saying. What about the one that uh, went home with the, on the Facebook showing on his drawers off and then went over and that's not like my politician. That's a Republican. Wiener. And the governor of Alabama having a conversation online with his woman. So, you know, uh, you know what? There's never been a libertarian who's ever been involved in a sex scandal or a financial scandal. Never. You don't have that many. They just haven't told on them yet. We've had 600 libertarians in public office in the United States. Not one of them. Mm-hmm. Just another little <laughs> fact, maze for you to ignore. Well, that's nice. That don't mean I'm going to be a libertarian. Yeah, I know you won't. You got everything solved. Not I'm not a, a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. No party. And you're going to be anonymous in the future with the satellites yeah. and the chips and the drones. And yeah, and the and the snitch. Right. I'm going to be walking around uh, every day. I'm I not going to let that bother me. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Let me bring Michigan in. I guess y'all done brought Michigan in. All right, Michigan. Hey, hey. Welcome. So, hey, what's I, going I said, on? hey, I said, what, 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 what's this world coming to? I, I get on the line and, and Joe is hitting on me, asking for a phone number. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what happened, Mish? I finally, I finally went insane. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to start a rumor now, boy. Uh-oh. I got a rumor to start. <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm going to go start a rumor now, boy. Hey, but I, I'm going to tell you something, man. The, the, them, them guys and them, them politicians, man, really, they all, most of them say they're Christians. And, I mean, you know, 
once they get in those seats, man, it, it, it really is a system that controls them. So simply saying just stop voting for assholes, uh, Joe, that's not going to get it. Uh, most of them, if they're not assholes, when they get in there, they become one. So yeah, I agree with you. That's uh, why I don't, I don't say half you, of them. I don't know how you get. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna get around that. So. Well, I say you have to get rid of the Democrats and Republicans all at once, all 435 all at once. It's easy. People just vote in some sort of independent. I would rather have 500 or is it 435 people in Congress? Either 535, 435. I forget. Let's say there's no. 435. I'd rather have 435 bumbling independents who don't know their their anus from their uh, elbow in Congress than any career politician. I would rather they fumble and stumble their way around trying to find out what they can do rather than having the career politicians who make money off of bombing other countries and poisoning water and doing all kinds of stuff that endanger the lives and the the mentality of the uh, human uh, the human you know, the human race and the American people. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, you got your three-piece suit laid out, man, for for church Sunday. Don't even go there with me, man. (laughs) (laughs) You going to church Sunday, man? Don't even go there with me. Uh, all right, no. all right. <laughs> you going to church? You going to church Sunday, May? You go to church, don't you, May? Oh, she. Oh, yeah. May go to see you going to church Sunday, May. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, she ain't there. Uh, huh? She's on speakerphone now. Huh. I, I think you going to church Sunday. You going to church Sunday? Going to where? Church Sunday. Church. What am I going to church for? Easter. It's Easter Sunday. Do that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, y'all some, oh, y'all some old atheists on this one, then, huh? I'm not an atheist. No, I'm not. But I don't do that. <laughs> I stay away on on Easter Sunday. That ain't the place for me. That's for people that don't know. They go to church once a year to celebrate Easter. Yeah, I was surprised, uh, uh, Mr. Talk. I didn't think he was going to be on. It was a good Friday. I figured you'd be at church somewhere, so that's why I'm tuning in late. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keep on. Just keep on. Keep on. <laughs> hey, you can mute me. The show on. almost over now. You can go no, ahead and mute no, me. The see. show almost no. over. No.
and then some other stuff. All the myths that all of us are being told when we're kids about, well, this is the truth. This is the way you should act when you're an adult. Okay, that's that indoctrination and that uh, uh, brainwashing that you were talking about, Eric. Well, you yeah. didn't, you didn't grow up. You didn't grow up in uh, church, Joe. Yeah, I did grow up uh, knowing about church, and I, okay. you know, and I was confused about it then. And then when I got to be an adult, then I said, um, I don't understand this thing about original sin. I don't understand this thing about God coming down to right. save everybody when you know all he has to do is snap his fingers. I don't understand this precognition about God when he allows the uh, the angels from hell, I mean from heaven. He knows that they're going to rebel against him, and he allows them to rebel and then create the earth that way and create hell that way. And I, you know, so I just, I just took my butt out of the church. There you Are go. you going to church on the Milton, Michigan? Yeah, I'm on. If they let me collect the offering, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, just, just imagine though. Just imagine. Me sitting around a table full of ministers, and I sit there man. and tell them, y'all know, y'all know Jesus didn't get up on Sunday morning, right? Oh, Can you imagine man. the look I got? Oh, man. About it. <laughs> That's politics, too. No, I've, I mean, I'm saying I've had that conversation, you know, and they all looked at me like, huh? Wow. What, what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, I've always yourself. been that one, though. No. So I think uh, yeah, I'm gonna vote know. for Donald Trump. I'm gonna vote for Donald Trump if he uh, if he becomes the nominee. I think what I told y'all that before. Oh uh, no, you're I not. I'm not gonna yes, marry him. Go for it. Like his, oh jeez. Like yes, I am. If you like his politics, good for him. Well, I really just think right now you just need a. Um, you need a you need a, a a business to business atmosphere to pick back up, and I really think uh, Trump will be the only one. And I'm not saying he, you know, out of the out of the ones that's running, I I believe he can do that better than any of them. I don't think uh, Hillary is going to focus on business. I don't think Bernie Sanders is going to focus on business. Um, I don't think Cruz, you know. So, you know, what are them guys going to focus on when they get in there? Business for themselves. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially Henry. Yeah. Look, check this out. Let, check this out. Check this out. <clears throat> Listen, the latest batch of emails shows that foreign interests in Libya and Syria were among the many that took advantage of the state's close ties to the Clinton Foundation. It was previously wow. discovered that the governments in Algeria, Kuwait, Qatar, and Oman made donations to the foundation in return for as far as we can tell, favorable treatment by the State Department. The Clinton Foundation has accepted millions of dollars from at least seven foreign governments while Ms. Clinton served as Secretary of State, including yeah. a $500,000 donation it received from the government of Algeria while Ms. Clinton served as Secretary of State. Ain't that something? That's, that's why Clinton Man, don't want to be president. Yeah. That's, well, see, that's what I'm saying, Joe. <laughs> but I think they all. Yeah. Huh? And that's sad, though, man. That's sad that 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 they get in there and and uh, go for themselves like that. That's that's really sad. Did Jimmy call you that? Byron. Byron App. Byron, Byron Allen. He's suing 
a whole bunch of folk. Um, yep. um Who? Al Sharpton and a couple of them, other, other scammers out there who get up here and talk all that noise in front of the camera, but behind the scenes collecting money from these people so they, they you know, he won't, he'd be quiet. <laughs> Come on, yeah. diversity. Yeah, Byron <laughs> he's going in on them too. So, you know, the, the, hey, they've been, we, he, they been trying to weed them out now, but it's out there. It's out there. But people going to believe who people going to believe, you know? Right. Because right. a lot of them just don't care, you, you know? And as a lot of them say right now, you know, the worst of two evils. You know, close my eyes and just take one. They all say. <laughs> huh? Yeah, but see I, I think uh I think when 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 America does well business wise, really that's when blacks do the best. I'm not saying that, you know, it's it's gravy, but it, Hillary Hillary is not gonna focus on business, man. She's gonna be all over the place. And and it's really yeah. I, I just don't I, I don't see her doing a good job. No, but she's gonna focus. I don't she's gonna see focus it. on the country. And you it's said not- it before you said it before, Mitch, that if uh if the economy flourishes then it's better for uh for black people as well. It is there's no question about it. Yeah. yeah. That's I a think historical so. fact. I don't think so. Because what was in this country that was better for black people is not here anymore. So how is it going to be better for black people? Somebody else owned what everybody used to make money from was the factories, and they're gone. So how could it be better for black people? What are they going to do unless they get into some job that's going to make them some money? Well, well, is he going to do bring all the jobs back from? He going to bring all the jobs back that they took out, and then they owned by the people in another country? Because that's the way it's going now. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it'll be hard for for America to revamp its uh, manufacturing. Um, I, I don't. I don't think it would be hard, you know. And I think they would if they had some incentives to bring it back. If they had the incentive, Trump would have to change the rules and regulations and tax laws. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Are they gonna pay him? I think, I, I think he would work to do that, though. I think he would do that. If he got in there, man, he he would definitely want some type of legacy. You know what I mean? Well, I hope so, because I know yeah, he yeah. Def, he definitely knows business. But um, the thing is, right. if he wants to change rules and regulations, but the Congress doesn't, those rules aren't going to be changed. Doing nothing. Nothing. He'll just be there, sitting in a chair, with the bill sitting on sitting waiting. You know. The only yeah, but you got you got you got a lot of the you got a lot of Republicans there, man. So, and if they well, pick they up some more seats, yeah, but these Republicans they don't they don't care. You think you think these Republicans are going to work with um with what's his face with Trump? No. Oh yeah, if he got in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. If he I got don't in think there, so. Yeah, they work with. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think, think they will. will. Yep. I think they don't have a choice, man. Yeah, they don't have a choice. Why don't they? They had well, a choice with mean, them. I mean, because it would really put a spotlight on them. You know, if you got a Republican in there, he wants to cut taxes. These are things that Republicans want to do. I mean, why wouldn't it? What What makes you a think spotlight? they wouldn't work with them? Why wouldn't they work with him? A spotlight on them now because they haven't passed nothing. When was the last time they passed something? Oh, that's because Obama in there. But I'm saying if they had planned on passing something, it's still making them a little bad in the country a little bad because they're not doing anything. This yeah, ain't they always do what they needed to do eight years ago, seven years ago, the country probably would be striving. 
Yeah. But what but makes you guys think they won't? They ain't going to do nothing anyway. They still going to be yeah. selfish. Donald Trump might be a businessman. Do he want to work you and pay you for being, for for the, for the job you're going to do? Or he's just going to be a businessman? Like he was making in the well, tax in town for cheap. You have cheap yeah, labor, you have cost of living labor of what people can well, live. I'm, well, let me say this, though, man. You know, uh, you're never going to have a society where everybody's going to do well. I mean, some people are just going to be poor. Mm. That's so, right, Black and white. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Black and white, that's correct. All right. So if we, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. Hold on. Let me bring Sister Ngoni in. All right. Welcome to the show, Sister Ngoni. Thank you for taking my call and greetings to everyone. Hey, what's going Mr. on? Mr. Michigan. <laughs> I know you disagree with me. <laughs> no, it's not that I disagree with you. I just wanted to say the reason why the Heat can't do anything is because uh-huh. of the treaties, the trade partnerships. Those right. corporations have now more power than the de facto governments have. These treaties. Mr. Uh, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts has a real good video or article on his website that really breaks it down how that works, how the trade, the, the treaties effectively have taken away the power of the, quote, government to regulate or make decisions about anything because now the key factor is any uh, factor that stops the corporation from making their money, the the so-called de facto government can be sued. And I'll give you a good example. Uh, there are some cities that have privatized their uh, parking metering, and now people can't get a permit to do a parade or anything like that because the corporation that purchased it said that would impede their ability to make profit. That's the way it's going now. I'm complete. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and now, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but but I think the fact that to me is, and this is just a, a history of, of white folk, here's what white folk don't have a problem doing. If there's dissatisfaction um, amongst enough whites within a the society, they're going to go to war with each other, right? And yeah, that, so that's true. Regardless of, okay. So regardless to the treaties, uh, regardless to those laws and things, if enough white folk become dissatisfied and and moving towards poverty, you're going to see – we ain't got to worry about racial bloodshed. You'll see white folk fighting each other. So, I mean, I don't just think white folk are going to roll over and die because of treaties and and international treaties that they – they'll scrap that shit. Um, Well, you're right. yeah. You're right, and Mr. Talk, will you verify to Mr. Michigan what I tell you all the time? That little brother ain't going out like that. <laughs> no, ain't gonna happen. No. <laughs> Mr. Talk, are you there? Yeah, Mr. I'm Talk. Yeah. Don't I say I'm that here. all the time? Yes, don't I say do. that all the time? <laughs> that you do. And I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy he got all them guns, and that's why I say that. What happens here is going to determine the quality of life for a lot of people on the planet. Mr. Michigan, I shouldn't make a blanket statement like I did before because I do know there are other, you know, parts of the world that are doing something different like the Silk Road and, and, you know, and basically they just flipped communist Russia and turned America into communist Russia and turned Russia into capitalist 
what used to be America, that's what they did. Yeah. So so what do you guys I mean, what do you what do you see the outlook of America being like within the next eight years? Uh, well, honestly, I see some indicators that we've really just tiny a little bit turned the corner. There's lots of lawsuits um uh coming up, like for instance uh, MSM is being sued for trillions of dollars for broadcasting the false flag Sandy Hook. Al Sharpton, NAACP, is getting sued. And then there's one other big lawsuit that's going on. I can't remember what it is now among the three that I'm aware of right now. I'm sure there are more. But so to me, those are small indicators. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Monsanto, the, the labeling, which I think is a a tiny step forward because we should ban GMOs instead of labeling them. But, you know, that's a step forward because uh, Monsanto had the power of lobbying that, you know, they held the labeling back for a long time. So I'm starting to see little indicators that, man, something's shifting. So, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are saying we're on a positive timeline. and um, But I think over the next eight years, I don't think we're out of the woods. I think we still have a lot of work to do and we can't afford to go back to sleep. But I, I see some indicators that we might get through, you know, we, we might get through without without a complete Holocaust in America. Hopefully we won't have another display of barbarism on the North American continent like we had before. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I think white folk going to get it together. I, I believe, I really believe that we don't, we just in for the ride, um, and I'm not trying to be funny, but I, I believe white folk are going to work it out, you know. I do too, and I, I think Mays is right. I think we should sit it out. I don't think we I should be that. all up. Huh? I believe that. That's a good point. Uh, that, that's a yeah. Mays is point. right. Yep. It, right. It, you know, but yeah, I think so. Because getting caught up in all this violence at these Trump rallies and all that scripted nope. designed nope. to nope. Leave it alone. Just, just, yeah, all this Black Lives yeah. Matters by George Soros and all that right. kind of crap is just trying to suck us in uh, a, yep. a black hole to get the race war started that they've been trying to get started for a long time. And I yep. think that we have grown up a little bit better than that. Now, you know, there's always going to be some diehards that's going to hate you no matter right. what. Uh, black right. and white, all colors, you know. Uh, but, well, like you know, I, I think I, for the most part, I think for the most part, the most people know that we've been played like a violin, and it's time for us to grow up and become human beings. And we don't all have to get married. We don't all have to like each other. We Everybody can keep their neighborhoods. If you want to stay white or whatever color, keep your daughters at home with their legs closed. You won't have no problem, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had, I had, I, I, I had mentioned uh, when that uh, black woman had got up on that um, – flagpole and took down that confederate flag i said it should have been some 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 black women when she got down to whoop and told her go put it back up there i mean amen because, because that's part of we, our history too yeah we, we we've got to you know we've got to figure a better angle to you know be more mature and talk to this white culture I we got to stop being pawns in the game yeah. we got to stop letting yeah. ourselves be pawns in the game what yeah. about that yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But we better be prepared. We better we we better stock up on peanut butter 
toilet paper and so forth because so we won't be have to be clowning out in the street. If you gotta eat one soup cannibal soup a day, you won't die. So stock up on your canned goods and toilet paper because they're gonna try to starve us out, you know. They all, right. not, that won't be the first time. We always prepare. We're the conscious of the rural. They just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll manage somehow. If we can survive the low part of the hog and the while we was That's getting right. beat up and That's everything right. else, we we'll, right. we can make it through some kind of way. But we'll be all right. That's right. Yeah. Well, go, that, hey, hey, that go to kumbaya moment, uh, Mr. Tom. <laughs> we, all, we all agree. <laughs> we, hey, Mr. Michigan, we, yeah. we, might even start, we might even start liking and loving each other again through all this. That's How about right. that? That's <laughs> that's right. What you talking about? Maybe that's why things happen the way it is so we can start liking and loving each other again without hatred and bickering. Maybe that's, maybe that's think, what it's going to come to. We got to show the world I how to do I think you're it. right. There's always yeah. a divine plan, ain't there? Yes, and that That's might right. be it. Yep. Might be uh, everything. Yep. Okay. And I, I honestly have empathy for little brother. I do because he was brainwashed so bad after, you know, they put him up as the buffer after the Wild Wild West and gave him the sheriff and all the little you know, little goodies so they could, he just took it to heart. So, see, we didn't have yeah. our punishment for the wrong we done done against the divine plan. We we would been whipped up for a long time now. So our karma's over, but he going to have a hard time coming back down to reality, boy. Well, I'm going to tell you something, and, and, and you're absolutely right. And I believe that to, to uh, lessen his punishment, he really needs to do right by black folks. I really do believe that that would lessen his punishment. I do too, and I hope that they will know that even though we're not perfect people, we don't have the real soul of vengeance in our heart. Otherwise, right. we'd all be wiped That's out right. by now. We have a yep. forgiving spirit uh, to a point of 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 of, of, of uh, 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 I don't even have a word to describe it. <laughs> I can't. To I can't. Fault. You know. To yeah, a fault. to a fault. That's what you it know. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to a fault. Yeah, they they're xenophobic and we're xenophobic to a fault. You know, we said, "Come on in, y'all. Come on in, y'all. Want something to eat? We'll teach you how to plant. We'll teach. We'll help you." And we'll do this, and, we, and we're still doing this shit. Oh, excuse me, right. Mr. Talk. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to watch it now. He's preparing for Easter Sunday, so you can't. Uh, not me. You, I got a story to tell you about that. Y'all gonna crack up. I'm telling you, you are gonna crack up. This is a true story. Now, this is going to show you how deep brainwashing is. Now, I was over 50 years old when this happened. I was running the sweeper in my apartment, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, I wasn't thinking about anything. I don't think it was even close to Easter. The thought popped up in my conscious mind, rabbits don't lay eggs. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. That's how deep brainwashing goes, okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You know what? <laughs> well, we, but, you know, we got, we got, we got to blame that. We got to blame that on them uh, black preachers like Miss who've been going around preaching that, uh, preaching that stuff all this time. Well, you ain't no preacher no more, you know, right, Mister Thought? Well, I wasn't a preacher in the beginning. <laughs> you know what you? Oh, I thought you. <laughs> you know, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, you leave me alone. God dang it. <laughs> Take this one with you as you leave. 
Mr. Talker got the shotgun out. <laughs> I told him, mess with me, god dang it. <laughs> All right. It's 20 minutes till. I don't know. We're going to let y'all get your last words in. I, I may let Michigan talk. I don't know. Well, I want to insult me. Oh, Lord. Okay, Mace, you can go first. Since you want to go first, go ahead. I'm going to be short and sweet. I just figured out what's going to take for us to get back together, and it's, and it's here. Sister Gagnon was right. That's what it's going to take for us to see the light. And so the conscience has, will wake up and sit back and watch and see what happens then. Y'all have a good Friday. Not good Friday, Friday. Right. Let's have a good Friday. Like last Friday. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mace, understand. All right. And now we're going to go to the Obama phone tote in Michigan. Go ahead, Michigan. <laughs> well, uh, uh, happy Easter to everybody. Uh, who celebrates it? Hey, um, um, I don't know if you watch uh, 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 college basketball, but uh, I'm in yep, Virginia. I sure do. Oh, all right, I'm picking Virginia to win it all. I know they play tonight, uh, so but that's, that's good. Uh, good show. Uh oh, I, I I take it you ain't. I take it you ain't. I take it you ain't for Virginia. So who you, uh, who Kansas you going for, like man? The strongest team. Oh, Kansas, Kansas look like okay. the strongest team. Yeah. Yeah, they look yeah, like they the strongest right now. Yeah, yeah, they looked good last night. But anyway, okay, man, good show, man. I'll talk to you on you. All right. Are you gonna be able to? Are you gonna be able to uh, do your show Monday? Or are you gonna still be hungover from uh, Easter I don't know, Sunday? Your phone, your 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 phone gonna be able to connect. <laughs> All right. See you later. later. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Joe. Joe, are you there? Jordan went to sleep on me. All right. Last but not least, Sister Agoni. Hey, great show, Mr. Talk, as usual, and thanks for taking my call. And everybody have a great weekend. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling in. You have a great weekend as well. And everybody else, you have a great weekend. It was a good show. I tell you, great information, a uh, lot of information. Actually, but wonderful, wonderful. All right, so everybody have a nice weekend, and I'll see y'all Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart, and the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you learn to laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. All right, so until y'all, until Monday, y'all, I'll take y'all out here with some Ghost Town DJs, my boo, and I'll see y'all Monday. Y'all have a good one. I'm out of here.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.